Cowboys Nation, the late night hype is back. Oh my goodness, we got a lot of news. One yeah. week and just everything happens. Y'all know we're going to give it to you. Are you ready? Here we go. It's been one week since we did the last late night hype and dog, everything, <laughs> everything has changed. I mean, what the hell, dog? <laughs> this is crazy. He sound like uh, Minister Say said, tat, 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 what the hell, man? Come on, man. What up, it's though, crazy. y'all? It's crazy. As, as you would like to say, it's total pandemonium. <laughs> Cannot believe it. <laughs> it's all good, though. Listen, y'all, a lot of news, a lot of notes, a lot of nuggets, so much to get to, and what better place to be than the late night hype. The late night hype. What's up, yeah. everybody out there? What's going on, Big Game James All Nation? What's up? What's up, man? Just uh, chilling, you know, chilling like a villain. And as I said before in the great immortal words of Chris Tucker, grand opening, grand closing with Gerald McCoy. Well, oh God. <laughs> that's something that's. <laughs> we will get there. We will get there. Unfortunately, ah, yeah. man, I still, I, I'm still trying to act like that ain't happening right now. <laughs> but, right, yeah. but it it's all it's. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. I used to read Jerry Jones magazine. <laughs> ah, so, so, it was hyped to be here. Oh, by the way, real quick, I do need to address this. I know y'all probably like, whoa, wait, wait. I thought you were Skywalker still. Y'all reading this down there like that. I don't say Skywalker still. Oh, yeah. You know, for those that have been on the page since day one, I've been Skywalker. I am rebranding slightly, and I'll get more into it when I do my own show. But, yes, I am now the Dallas Cowboys universe. But I'm still Skywalker still. But let me tell you why it's Dallas Cowboys universe, man. It hit me. It's no longer just Cowboys Nation. We Mm. universal. We universal. That's why. So that's why, man. That's a dope um, name, man. And plus, you know what I'm saying? A boy done got, Bridges done got big. He said, I ain't no damn Sky. I'm Universe, must. No, 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 no. I'm still Sky. No, 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 no. We still Sky. We still Sky. We still Sky. Dog, I might bite. I might say Law Universe now. Law Universe. He already bit it. Yep, he bit it. And Blog and the Boys going to get your ass when you bit it, too. Right. You know what? Blog and the Boys going to be like, hey, you cheated, RJ Ocho. Yeah, I said your damn name. RJ Ocho. Speaking of which, yo, I was going to wait. I was going to wait to after the Legends giveaway, which since we're on this, I'll segue into the Legends giveaway in a second. But before we get into all the notes and stuff, first of all, but let's you want to just dive right into the McCoy thing. Let's just go ahead. I mean, and dive damn, right we into got it. to. Let's just dive right into it. Right. 
Listen, y'all, camp has started this past week. This is the, some shots of the first day of camp, and it was exciting. Was so beautiful, man. It, it was Gosh. very exciting. I know you was hyped. We all were hyped. We were in our con- in the chat just talking about everything and just excited to see the players' pictures, video footage, just something, some football, you know, something that's not talking mm-hmm. about COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an exciting start, right? We had footage of uh, C.D. Lamb, Dak, Zeke, Coy, Poe, the D-line. And then Monday came. <laughs> first day of camp. Uh, the first day in pads. Monday came in McCoy. We all thought at first he tore an ACL because mm-hmm. that's what kind of was being reported out there. It was a fear of a torn ACL. But if you don't know, he eventually ruptured his quad tendon. Am I saying that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. He ruptured his quad tendon and he is out for the rest of the season. Um, it's unfortunate. So just kind of give your thoughts on McCoy before we move on to how we replace him. How do you feel about the whole situation for the man himself? I'm I'm super sick. Like I'm 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 it, I can't. I mean I can move on, but it just hurts because here's the two reasons why it hurts so bad. Because even he just made a video and he's so upbeat. I mean even when the situation, everything that has happened, being released and everything, he still has the upbeat he still has the positive attitude that is what i really wanted to be in this locker room not just in that locker room but on the on-field teaching putting the arm around the tristan hills and the nelville gallimores and 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 not only teaching but your playing ability i just think that would have been such a godsend this year like that was i was really because i think mccoy i've been watching him since he was at oklahoma because i'm a texas guy so I've been seeing him since then, and it's like from afar, it's like kind of like, man, I've been waiting for this type of player to get with the Cowboys. And I think he wanted to be with the Cowboys for a while, too. And the marriage finally happened, so we're like, yes. And then it to be snatched away from you just like that, it hurts. And, <clears throat> I mean, we've seen his ability, Sky. We know what he does, five sacks a year since, like, 2012. Seven straight you seasons. Yeah, for the on-field production, but I'm sorry, I just really can't est- underestimate what he really would have brought inside that locker room into the team. His infectious personality. You know how we have the Joe Looney on offense, how he's so infectious and how he keeps everything loose, and that's why we love a Joe Looney. Well, I think Gerald McCoy was that guy on the defense, um, and that's what hurt me the most out of this. Um, you know, probably they say, yeah, we'll try to work. I just wish him the best, and, uh, you know, Cowboys got to move on. The good thing about it is, Sky, is that they were smart and they covered themselves with depth, and now a Tristan Hill, who I said don't get We'll rid get of, there. We'll get there. Hey, hey, Law, do you want to explain to the people, because because McCoy was cut, all right, and right. it kind of kind of surprised us. I'm still surprised about it, but then when you hear kind of the reasons why, you understand a little bit. You want to explain to the nation if they don't know why, um, McCoy was cut or, or released on an injured, I believe it was an injury waiver. Yeah, sometimes a, a contract is a binding agreement between 
two people, right? Two or more people. And his party or his team already agreed upon because he had pre-existing uh, situations with his uh, ruptured, uh, I guess, a knee or a tendon of the his quad or whatever. Quad, I meant to say. Okay. Yeah, the quad. So he had uh, pre-existing uh, situations with that when he came through the pre-screening. So they sat down and they did the right business move. The business move would be, okay, in the event, if this particular quad gets injured or ruptured, what have you, whatever happened, then we have rights or fair rules to release you. Now, on the flip side, the brother got $3 million per practice that he pretty much played in because he only played and participated in, what, three practices, right? So that's a yeah. million dollars a practice. So I don't think that uh, he's hurt for any money. I do know that some fan bases of the, the people will look at it and say, man, that's, that's, that's trash of the Cowboys to get rid of him while he was uh, injured or what have you. But no, in within the confines of his, of his contract, it shows that uh, in the event if he get injured for that particular reason, they have fair right to release him. Yeah, and, you know, at first, again, like I said, I was shocked about it. I, I didn't know if, what was dirty, and that's why I, hit, I actually hit up Pat. I said, hey, man, can you kind of give us the inside scoop on what's going on? Not even the inside scoop. Just tell me, is this because they just were saying, hey, he's old and we don't want nothing to do with him anymore, or is there something more? And then, like you said, those details started to come out and it clear, mm -hmm. cleared the air a little bit. And there is apparently mutual interest for McCoy and for the Cowboys to come back in 2021. But honestly, that probably all depends on how Tristan Hill and Neville Gallimore do. Right? Yeah. And then on top of that, what they save is six to maybe seven million dollars over the, and the rest of the contract, over the life of the contract. So with that money, maybe you can entertain other veterans that's out there or other players that you would need to help this team get to the Super Bowl. Well, I will say this right quick: um, it, it's devast It's not devastating, but it does hurt that uh, McCoy did get hurt and released. But I'm gonna keep it real. As much as I love McCoy. If a Don Terry Poe would have got hurt like this, um, you yeah. know, he's just not getting acclimated, that would have changed the whole makeup of all this. Because, see, the thing is, McCoy was the three tech. The good thing about it is, you got a Tristan Hills, a three tech, and he can flex from between the three and a one. You got Tyrone Crawford, who can play the three. You got Nelville Gallimore, that can play the three. You got the young rookie from, um, I believe, is it James Madison, that they really like. If he gets on the field, he can play that three tech. So they have some young bucks, and you can slide an Alden Smith in there. Okay, you get what I'm saying? You can slide an Everson Griffin, depending on how you want to do your lineups and matchups. So that. If there's any consolation in it, the position that he played, there was more depth. Now, if you had a Dante Poe and that happened, I'm going to be a little more frustrated right now if that happened. Well, yeah, if Dante Poe went down, I think every – I mean, people were screaming snacks anyway uh, with McCoy going down. But mm -hmm. if Poe went down, you you have to get on the horn and go yeah, get snacks immediately. But what do you think about snacks anyway, though? Uh, that, that's been a name that's been popping up in my chat for the minute that McCoy went down. Why, well, what's wrong with it? I, and and I people were like, he's a one tech. I I know he's a damn one tech. One tech? You, yeah. So what? <laughs> he snacks Harrison. Yeah. He not, he, that's, is that going to hurt the team, you guys? If you got snacks Harrison and Don Terrapo, are we going to be mad at that? No. <laughs> and, and, and you a run plug, too. And then you got to think about it, too. You don't wait for your car to run out of gas and say, hey, I need to get gas. You know, you want to go ahead and make sure you prepare for the future. And if Snacks, he, they say he lived here locally, right? That's crazy. 
He's right here in town. So let's, let's offer that man some more snacks and a cup of coffee <laughs> and bring him on over here. Get your big butt over here. You know, I mean, I, I still wouldn't put it past this. This is going to sound funny for me. I would not put it past this front office to go get him because we've seen again, they want. That's weird. Ha, I know, right? Ha <laughs> Clinton Dix, Randall Cobb, Gerald McCoy, Don Terry Poe. Like, in the years passed, we weren't doing this. Robert mm-hmm. Quinn, we weren't doing this. So it wouldn't shock me if, if a snacks is brought in. I don't expect it um, because you have already have your one tech and he is a one tech. And I think that's if you listen to Steven, they're relying on Hill and they're relying on Gallimore. I'd be all mm-hmm. for Gallimore and Hill to step up as your three techs, but you got to be careful, man. You got to be careful. They're bucks. We haven't seen them yet. Um, I mean, we've seen Hill, but he still obviously has a lot to go here. But I do love what Tyron Crawford said about Hill. He said mm-hmm. up here. Mm. It's better, and to me, mm-hmm. I've been saying it. You know, I've been Absolutely. y'all know I've been saying it. It's never been a talent thing with Hill. Tristan mm-hmm. Hill has the talent. Does mm-hmm. he have the one two? Does he have the drive? And we've literally heard Crawford and Coach say, and Gallimore, and Gallimore, that this man <laughs> is hungry. That's what I want to hear. Were you hearing that last year? Wasn't Brandon Tucker saying that yeah. players in that in that front in the front office in the locker room not filling Hill, mm-hmm. or we're not filling Hill? So. If Hill can step up, if Gallimore can step up, and those guys show promise, I don't think McCoy is coming back next year. No, he's not. I, I don't feel like he is. I think, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like the feel-good, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll revisit that next year, and, and then we'll see. It's kind of that feel-good thing, but in reality, <clears throat> it's probably not going to happen. Um, I'm really excited. I don't know about you guys. But I'm really excited about Tristan Hill. I made a video about him four months ago, and I said, don't let this man go. I'm excited about him. Um, just like you said, Skywalker, we've all been talking about it. It's been the mind. It's been the mind. If you get that mind together, there ain't never been a question of talent. And it frustrates me when I keep on hearing Cowboys fans like they want to just throw him away and call him a bust. He's not a bust on no damn talent. It, you, If you think he's a bust on talent, I don't know if you know football, Mike. <laughs> yeah, man, that will and determination is everything. Um, but I, this is what I want to see, though. Just like when Travis Frederick went down in 18, he was still on the sideline calling uh, things and things like that, right? So I would love to see uh, McCoy. He can't. I think that he, 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 he can he, he can't no, go, huh? No, he's can cut. He sign him as, as something, maybe Skype something in or something? <laughs> man, he gone. He, hey, do you want me to call? Do you need me to call some more minutes to you? He dead, man. He did. <laughs> well, he somebody, somebody got to continue him like this. Hey, man, you stay here with him. We out. <laughs> no, but, ser- but for all seriousness, for the folks out there, uh, you know, because somebody did say, can't he stick around as that veteran leadership? That's what we thought before he was uh, cut. He has literally yeah, been right. cut from the team. So if he's around, I mean, you know, that would be a, that would be a unique situation. That'd be weird. It'd be different. I'm sure he can still hit up Hill and Gallimore if he wanted to and, 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 and Poe and whatnot, but he is no longer a part of the Dallas Cowboys organization, which is strange. I mean, we were all excited about it. Gosh, it hurts how he went from being like the darling of the team, like he could have been the media guy. Like Gerald McCoy could have been the media guy for the Cowboys this year, the, the guy that has the hot takes. Now we just have no takes. Yeah. Well. Um. Dr. Phil says no need for snacks. Well, Phil great, I should say. Dr. Phil great. It says no need for snacks nor clowning. This team just needs chemistry. Then the only uh, limits will be imagination. Um, I no, mean, I'm still taking snacks. I would definitely get a snack for a clowning. <laughs> I'm still getting snacks. 
<laughs> I want. I'm greedy, dog. I, I want all the best players I can get from a reasonable price. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just be real. <laughs> that, that beer went down the wrong. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, no. <laughs> that beer went down the wrong pipe. Hey, so <laughs> on the first forty-eight. Finish him. A fella by the name of Big Game James choked on his beer. Last scene on the late night hype. The first boy, yay. <laughs> you got to put that music. That music be creepy, don't it? Hey, and that, boy, hey, that man is good with that witnesses. voice, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last scene. They be just talking so slow with it. Be like, is, that, that is that the first 48? Is that the first 48 voice dude on there? That's him? <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, Blue Thing said a thousand ways to die. That's a good one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did they get some bad deaths on a thousand ways to die? Hey, man, I don't believe half of them things. I saw somebody die from a plastic fork. You know, the little, the little tip of the fork. Mm-hmm. They showed that on a thousand way. I said, man, I ain't gonna hold you. That show, was, that, that show was lit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to heaven. I'm gonna be like, God, you took me out because of a plastic fork. He said, Hey, man, he's, it's the easy way out, man. Could have died in a car accident, right? You know. <laughs> hey, yo, before we move on to the next uh, segment here, I did want to bring up something that we didn't even push before the late night hype because so much was happening, man. We were just trying to. You know, stay up to date on everything. But Law, you kinda wanna explain. We have a Legends giveaway, guys. This Legends giveaway, the timing is so perfect, man. And I meant to start with this at the top of the show. Um, mm-hmm. because obviously we're kind of about 30 minutes in or what have you. So I wanted to start with this at the top of the show, but we do have a Legends giveaway for all that have that have been donating today. We will put your names in a drawing for and go ahead, uh, Law, and tell them what they are. Uh, getting a drawing for, entering a drawing for. Right, right. That's a seat back, man, from the old Texas Stadium. And this is a Legends giveaway, autograph signed uh, memorabilia that you can put into your man cave. Or you can have it as a conversational piece while you're sipping on your cup of coffee at the dinner table. And I'm talking about Bob Lilly. Yeah, uh, Mel Renfro, you know, Hall of Famer, Drew, Hall Pearson. of Famer. Let's give a Drew shout Pearson. out to Drew Pearson. Hey. Our Drew Pearson finally made the finally. Hall of Fame. Finally. Mm. And he finally. got it in the senior way. I don't care as long as I he got care. in there. He in there, man. Right. Mm. He in there, and I'm he happy. He should have got in the Hall of Fame just because, just when he did that draft speech. Oh my goodness! Facts. Hey. <laughs> So you had the ball. You had the person that threw the ball of what we call the the hail mary, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. He's in the hall, but the person that received the ball was not in the hall. So you can't <laughs> paint the picture without telling the two. So they been should have put Drew Pearson in the hall. You know he belongs. There. Facts. Facts. I mean, he, he when he retired, there. he was one of the all time great greats at receiver. And that's the Y'all problem had, is they, they waited had so had long. Man, they had Lynn Swan in there before Drew Pearson. Man, go to hell on. Right. Don't get me started. I got a lot of, a whole lot of uh, Steeler fans around here. But yeah, y'all, it's a seat back from the old Texas Stadium signed by Bob Lilly, Mel Renfro, and Drew freaking Pearson, man. So yeah, all donations from all across the channels, we will be throwing your names into the drawing. And on the next show, uh, possibly on the next show, We'll be going ahead and doing that drawing live. So you'll see your name on there. And if you're picked by the wheel, you will be the winner of this here seat back from the old Texas stadium signed by all these great legends of the Dallas Cowboys, man. Exciting yes, stuff. Indeed. 
And this is and one they, of a few things, right, Lo? One of one of a few things. We got tons and tons of other things that we're going to be giving away this year. And think about it. This 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 seat back is valued at over four hundred dollars, right? So you can literally put one dollar in as a donation to help elevate the nation, and you and can you get, get this seat back. Holla. You know, you can get a four hundred dollars, <laughs> you know, or beyond. Because uh, last I know is about these signature autographs that they become expensive and expensive and more expensive as the year go by. And on top of that, you guys see that number 74? That's why when me, me Big Game James and Scott be talking about, hey, who, who's wearing number 74 yeah. out there, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> who's, who got that number? They need to take that number off, you know? Yeah. Shoot. Indeed. Hey, um, Mel Renfro, dog. Mel yeah. Renfro, Bob Lilly. These, these are the originators. The yeah. originals. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Cowboys experience. I mean, if the weather was right and the news was right and the oh uh, vibes were right, man, Dude, sometimes man. you guys would have been able to come out here and shake these guys, shake some hands around here for some legends, man. But you can't do it now, and they got to do gloves. Got to do gloves now. COVID, you know. <laughs> Hey, uh, Law. I know you were real excited though about um, you know the particular side of the, de- of, the, of the of the team, and that's defense. Um, yeah. Hell, I was too. We all been speculating uh, this offseason about a hybrid, and our guy came out and pretty much said that, you know, we are going to be running a hybrid defense. Let's take a look at or a listen to and a look at uh, Jalen Smith. What differences do you see with the, the defense this year as far as disguising and, and different looks? Can you take us through a little bit just how different this will be? Um, it's it's going to be a hybrid. It's going to be a hybrid um, where, you know, we can get – to, to, to any type of scheme that we want to. Um, it requires a lot, a, a lot of learning, a lot of attention to detail. Um, you know, but we got some smart guys that, that are willing to, to prepare the right way. How different is your role as defense? Say it again? How different is your role in this defense? Uh, just a, a, a lot more active. Um, it's, I'm going to be able to really showcase uh, my versatility. Um, so I'm really just thankful, man, for, for the opportunity. Yeah, man. There you go. Finally. Finally, as Rock says, we get official word that we're going to have a hybrid defense that he's going to be moving all over the place. And as you can see here in this clip, we run a few times. We saw some people standing up. I mean, what should take on, I believe that was D-Law and Alden Smith both standing up. I'm 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 gonna tell you right now I'm excited. Um, <clears throat> it's funny because me and Akoye we had a show last night and me and Akoye were talking about this very thing, same thing. Uh, we were talking about um, going to that three four and Akoye was mentioning that he thinks that the team would go to a three four this year. And then you see it and then we heard Mike McCarthy. I think you posted on your page as well, uh, Sky, how he was talking about D Law, how he compares him to Julius Peppers, getting him in the later later stages of his career, and yeah. how. Julius Peppers welcome to be able to stand up and be able to do some other things besides always putting his hand on the ground. Now, D-Law's going to still put his hand on the ground, but be able to give an option. And remember, I think, Scott, I think it was maybe like a month ago, me and you were talking about how we wanted to see D-Law stand up. So it shows an image of what you don't know what D-Law's going to do. You know when D-Law puts his hand in the ground, you know he's rushing the passer. Now you see a D-Law standing up, you don't know if he might drop. 
guess what? Greg Ellis went to that 3-4. He balked at it, didn't want to do it. He came in, had a career high of 10 and a half sacks. So I think this is going to benefit the team because now you're going to see multiple looks. You're going to see disguises. You're going to see a quarterback come to the line of scrimmage, and he doesn't know what's going to happen. And that's what gets us excited, folks. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> let, me t- let me tell you what I love the most, though, about what I heard Mike McCarthy say in regards to D-Law standing up. And this is something that we don't ever hear something about Jason Garrett saying, right? He said, listen, we're going to give this thing a shot because exactly what we're saying, James, we think it gives the defense an advantage because you don't know. You know, it adds more into his wheelhouse. And he said, listen, though, if it don't work and it's best to put his hand in the dirt as a pass rusher, that's what we're going to do. I said, oh, my God, thank you. Because for years we have seen this regime, the past regime, trying to fit square pegs into round holes far too often and just hitting their head against the wall constantly, constantly, constantly. And D-Law, listen, it's going to be a transition. I don't know if he's going to be great at it. I know he's a great rusher with his hand in the ground. I know his technique is amazing. That hop, chop step he got going on is one of the best in the league. And we're hearing that we may possibly see more of that across the line because they said um, Jim Tom Sula taught that a lot in Washington. So we mm-hmm. could see that being used from Alden Smith, from uh, Anai, from D. Law, and possibly Gregory, and so forth. So yeah, you know. Griff, yeah. yeah. Oh, and Griff, I, but Griff got a nice. Right. He, got a, he got a nice one, kind of like that, though. Yeah. I had, yeah. Add, add, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what excited me the most was that mm-hmm. you know him saying, "Listen, we're going to try this out. If it doesn't work, we're going to do what's best for our player." You know, we yeah. need more of that. But go ahead, Law, your take yeah. on this whole thing because I know you. Well, well my my take on it is that you know when when people look at the clip, I, I've seen some people say, "Hey, Law, that's a five yard penalty." Well, ah. if they touch someone, yeah, it'll be a five yard. But I want people to look at it. You can look at one play, and there's a thousand things you can pull from that one play. Meaning that, you guys, remember that with the old administration, it took forever for them to do hurry up offenses and things like that, and it took them to like maybe to the last fourth quarter to really get their tempo up. Well, with Mike McCarthy, remember we hated Aaron Dirty Get Down Rogers when he would do the uh, hurry up uh, offense and not allowing us to change our personnel. Remember that? Yeah. So yeah. so so I'm just trying to paint this bigger picture for everybody. When Dak Prescott was yelling out the play, of course he called him off off uh, off sides or what have you. I'm thinking that this year you will see more of that and you will see more of up tempo type of uh, style of play. Now, with the defensive side of the ball, yes, Deep Law is athletic. I don't know what people think that he's not, but he is athletic. Oh my God! And of yeah. course, Alden Smith, he's going to bring in a lot to the table. He looks like he juiced up uh, in a good way. And when you look at that play again, they had uh, AB, all version of AB playing on the on the outside. So we don't know what this defense is going to look like, but I can tell you the defense is going to be high tempered and up up play up 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 tempered. I meant to say, and also the offense. So. This 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 year is going to be special, Cowboy Nation. It is. And you know what you just said, Law, right quick? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know one thing that I really well, – remember we, have, we talked about the, the pace. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Zach Martin said the pace is a lot different as far as practice. But you know one thing when we watched the Green Bay Packers, one thing Aaron Rodgers was good at was like if they had 12 men on the field or anything like that, Aaron Rodgers was quick to hike the ball and get that penalty – 
so many times, I know this may sound weird, I'm saying this, but so many times I would see the Cowboys when we would get a penalty where we could get them off sides and get a free play, and we would just sit there and wait and let them be able to get their man off the field and be able to get off and be, and then we hike the ball. I'm like, man, hike the damn ball, man. Get the damn penalty so we can get a touchdown. Hike the damn ball. It happened one time last year, but that's only one time. Once out of 75. And we got a touchdown, too. Michael Gallup. Yeah, I'm just saying, one out of 75,522. So, now... But that's on Travis. <laughs> now, we might see up-tempo. Somebody running off the field. Hike that damn ball, throw it deep. I'm going to be real with you about that one, though. That That is a that is a uh, Aaron Rodgers thing. That That's not... I don't think that's Mike McCarthy. I mean, it may be Mike McCarthy in the sense that Aaron Rodgers said, hey, man, this is, what, this is what works, and Mike said, all right, go ahead. You can do do what you want on that situation. But then that, then it becomes a Mike McCarthy, Aaron Rodgers center thing. All of those guys have to be on the same page with that. And, you know, it wasn't really a Jason Garrett thing for that. It wasn't really a Dak thing or or, or Travis thing. It was all three of them, you know. Mm-hmm. But if if you really want to take advantage of that, your center has to hike the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, your center has to go ahead, see it, and go. I think they were on the same page, uh, and I think Aaron Rodgers perfected it. How many other how many other quarterbacks did you see really do that? I don't know, but hike the damn ball, and let's get, them, let's, let's, let's get some penalties and throw it deep to CD or somebody. <laughs> CD for TD. CD for TD. CD for TD. <laughs> wow, man. Oh, my you know, goodness. You, I, 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 I'm sorry. I like CD. You know the player I'm actually most excited about for this three four man, and 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 it's um, I thought it was going to be a pure four, not a pure four three, but a more hands down. But I, I got a feeling it's going to be more standing up. Is this guy right here, man? Alden Smith. He he's born for a three four or oh a three God. four. Yes, he's born to play outside linebacker. He's born to 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 stand up and have that momentum as opposed to uh, putting his hand in the dirt. He can do it. Like we've mm-hmm. seen him put his hand in the dirt, but he is excellent pass rusher. And here's the scary thing, y'all. We were talking. I'm talking about. Hey, man. I just want to get 50 percent all this. Man, I just want to get this. Man, he's about to be nasty. Oh, when <laughs> he when about Zach, to be nasty, this guy. He's about to eat. When Zach Martin comes out, <laughs> and Zach Martin says, "Dog, I have not seen a guy be able to move the way he moves." I will repeat that one more time. Mm. Zach Martin, future Hall of Famer, five-time, six-time All-Pro, mm. said he is not. Went up against a guy in the league that can move like Alden Smith. Whoa. That's trouble. Hey, cram. When Brandon, when Brandon Tucker came to me and was training him, remember we were talking back and forth, and when Brandon was like, listen, I'm trying to tell you, I know you're going to trip <laughs> off of me. I know it's been three years. But this Five. Dude, right. He said, this dude looks like he has not left the field. And one of the things that he Brandon really told me about Alden that really stands out to me is we him is that he said the cowboy that he said Alden Smith mental game was ridiculous, that he is really a smart football player and I think that's what's really going to take him to another level as well uh, because he's a thinking man and when you're thinking on that field and not just using your athletic ability you become 10 times stronger and I just think he's going to be an awesome addition let's get 10 sacks from you Alden Smith (laughs) shoot I ain't even really expecting 10 but if we get 10 I'm taking 10 you know what's crazy we got this far and we ain't even mentioned 
Everson Griffin in, in, in an extensive way here. Everson no Griffin is hey, on this team. Everson Griffin, no blink. He's on this team. This is this is crazy, y'all, because y'all know we've been championing for Everson Griffin for months. Mm-hmm. I mean, for months since for I knew Everson. Well, I'm just saying for this off season, <laughs> you know, I was I kept saying, listen, we love Randy. Hopefully, he comes back. We love Alden, mm-hmm. but he hasn't played in five years. We need somebody opposite of Demarcus Lawrence who we can rely on to be here to play. That has that is proven that hasn't missed five years. That hasn't missed two years or what have you. And they finally did it. You know, I talked about it earlier with saying, hey, you never know. We might get snacks because we went out and got all those players. I didn't even mention Everson Griffin. So Everson Griffin's here. And even with the loss of of, uh, McCoy, I still, I still think this defensive line has to be respected in the the NFC East. Because I know we got a lot of other defensive lines that are up there. But where would you kind of put this? You still think this defensive line is one of the top ones with Everson Griffin and no McCoy? Or you got to kind of knock us down some? Yeah, we ain't knocking down. We going to the top. We going all the way up. Like like Fat Joe said when oh, Remy Ma, he said we going all the way up. Cause think about it, Sky and Law. Think about this. Mm-hmm. We lose a McCoy, right? You still got a Don Terry Poe. You mm-hmm. still got a Tyrone Crawford who made his money at the three tech. Remember, he was up and coming guy back in the day from the three tech spot. D Law. Mm-hmm. They say he going crazy. Alden Smith, you got Everson Griffin, you still got a Dorrance Armstrong Jr. We ain't even talked about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Lord, if if I, I think I think Roger Goodell's looking at us and saying, you know what, I ain't gonna, I, I just don't want to get Randy Gregory. So, uh, if I if I bring him to the Cowboys, they gonna win the Super Bowl. And I don't know if they want to <laughs> deal with that six. I don't know if they want to deal with that six. Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and get Randy Gregory back on the team. And they gonna go ahead and get six. I don't know if I want to do that because if you get Randy Gregory back on that defense, we smacking fools, smacking them, blazing them at the same time. Hey. I'm just looking at it like this, Big Abe, James, and Sky. Mm-hmm. When you look at this collective body of team as it relates to the front four, we still ain't talking about Jalen Smith and what LVE is going to do by mm-hmm. them being able to just run free. They're going to be free. And by D-Law standing up, let me just paint this picture. D-Law standing up, standing up right? Yeah. Jalen Smith, uh, he looks at LVE. LVE shifts to the middle of the field. Jalen creeps down into the box, right? He gets right beside D-Law. They don't, the teams don't know whether or not is D-Law coming or he's going to drop back. Is Jalen Smith blitzing off the edge? What we going to do now? And trust me, when you guys do your homework, Jalen, even though, you know, even post-injury, I, I still think that he can still get that speed enough to get around that, that J- edge and get Jaylen, the quarterback. We talk about this a lot. Jalen mm-hmm. moving forward is still top-notch. You, that's why I'm so glad they have him playing the well now or the whatever you yeah. want to call it in his 3-4 because they can have him. He even said it. I can attack the ball. I can go sideline to sideline. Basically, he ain't got to think. <laughs> mm-hmm. He can just see it and go get it. And that's where he mm-hmm. excels at, in my opinion. And you were on the money about having him rush because, I, man, he's so good at it. He's good. He was good at it in college. He was a rusher was in high school. Like he, he can rush the passer. Um, it's all there. I don't, I'm sorry I don't have it for y'all, but uh, if you go back and watch the State of the Union, I talk about, I show the tape in college, the practice tape mm-hmm. and the game tape. He rushes the passer, and, he, and it's not just I'm blitzing like Sean Lee up the middle. No, my man can dip. I ain't saying he got Ben like a Randy Gregory, but he can dip, get under you. He, he can beat you with speed. He doesn't really have a bull rush, right? But I think with somebody like Mike Nolan and Jim Tom Sula, they're going to teach him, hey, 
We got to get you another move, a secondary move here, because we're going to be sending you a lot. His career high in blitzing was 63 or 68, I believe, two years ago. And for whatever reason, they dropped it dropped drastically last year. Could have had a lot to do with the injuries. Could have had a lot to do with the defensive line play being inconsistent. Um, but they didn't blitz him as much, and he wasn't as successful. He didn't have as many sacks. Um, Jalen can get to the quarterback. He really gets to the quarterback. We kind of briefly touched on a guy that I want to bring up because, you know, you brought up his name, Tyron Crawford, as a possible replacement for uh, Don Terry, not Don Terry Poe, Gerald McCoy. Mm -hmm. But, see, I thought that originally. I thought right away, you got to go with Tyron Crawford. Like, how do you not go with Tyron Crawford? He's a three-tech. He was a three-tech. He's better inside. It's proven. You know, his stats in 2018, he had four or five sacks, and four and a half of them came from the inside. From that defensive tackle. He's not a DE, really, in my opinion. Unless he, he's a left DE, if anything, but he played on the right side. Um, here's the thing, though. Steven came out and said Gallimore and Hill are going to have the first go at it at three tech with the with Tyron Crawford having the ability to slide in. With mm-hmm. that being the case, I, I'm having a hard time seeing where he really fits on the field. I get off the field in the locker room. He is an amazing leader, and he's that guy. He's a dog. On the field, if we're going to be more hybrid guys, James and Law, where does a guy like Tyron Crawford fit in a high? He's definitely not standing up. There's no way. Right? <laughs> he's not standing tell up. Tell me, Nation. You, Y'all tell it, me in the chat, too. You tell like, here's the thing, though. If we go into a Deacon defense, or let's say we go three down linemen, you can th- slow the slide of Tyron Crawford in that middle. We You show in the highlights that he's played that one-tech position when they go into a 4-2 a 4-2-5, that Deacon defense that they like to play, you can slide him inside. I get what you're saying, but we ain't seen Hill. I love his potential, but we ain't seen Hill. I love but, Gallimore. But, but, but that's what they're going with, James. That's what mm-hmm. they're saying. That, no, they ain't saying that they're they're saying that those guys are going to have to step up, but they didn't keep a Tyrone Crawford that's still at $9.9 million a year for him to just be sitting on the bench watching uh, uh, Nelville Gallimore and uh, Tristan but, Hill get but all James, that work. Stephen Jones said, we're going with Hill and, and Gallimore with the ability of Tyron to slide in if need be. And you saw it today. All the reports had Hill. Hill was the number one three-tech today. Um, but you did bring something up. You said, well, so you're saying if Hill, if Hill was bad, then yes, you slide Tyron in there. If, if Gallimore is bad, yes, you slide Tyron in there. But I'm just saying they're going with the young guys right now. Um, but, but you brought something up about the, the Deacon defense. I look at it this way. If we go mm-hmm. to a, a pure 3-4 law, can't he play the 5-tech? I really think that – are you talking about Crawford? Crawford. Yeah, I think that he he can play anywhere on that line. Now, as far as the uh, production that you will want to get, it, it may be some hiccups there. And but I think that also Stephen Jones is still a salesman, right? I mean, he got to pump up one of these guys. I don't know if they probably be propositioned to maybe trade or move on from one of these guys. So it could be a situation. I don't I know. They, these guys are salesmen. They salesmen shouldn't now. be trading nobody right now, man. No, they, they, no, they are salesmen. So, uh, but still, a new broom can sweep the floor, but that old broom can get the corners. So, 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 so Tyron got, Crawford is that old broom. A couple guys in the chat, though, um, you know, like Jay Farm and the Guru, they're saying, you know, Tyron's not—he's not a big guy anymore. You know, he—he's a small guy to be taking on a lot of but pounding at three. Hmm? 
285? 285 small to be going to, to be a full time three tech. You usually want your three uh, tech what, what to was be Rat? about three. What, what, what was J Rat? What was J Rat? Oh, he does not disrespect J Rat now. What, what was his weight though? He was a, a different. See, you can have different. different you can build. have two <laughs> that are two ninety, but they're right. different sizes of two nineties. So Ratliff was built for that. But you got to look at Crawford was still. Here's the thing. Crawford mm-hmm. has played three tech many of years. So even though he got leaner, he still can handle, I believe he can handle that bruteness. <sighs> what do they call Tyrone Crawford? The butcher. He plays all multiple positions. If you didn't if they didn't think they felt Tyrone Crawford was a guy that they wanted to keep, they would have got rid of him a long time ago. Tyrone Crawford's no, no, gonna no, no, play no. a lot of defense. I don't want you to get it twisted. No one's saying that they don't want to keep Crawford. My question is where if if Tyrone Crawford because I think we're forgetting we're, we're kind of ignoring what I said earlier. They are literally saying the guy, the young guys are the three techs. Hill, I mean, and I hear what they're saying, but that, that you, like you said, I'm just my opinion. They say a lot of things. Stephen Jones says a lot of things that ain't true. So I mean, I'm but it, it was true. Um, so Tristan I'm, I'm, Hill I'm, was the starter at three tech. Tyron's helped. No, that's two days, dog. That's two days. <laughs> then then come out, come out and just say this. Then then come out and say this. You don't think Tristan Hill was going to be able to be the starting three tech. You think Tyron Crawford is going to beat him out? Yes, I do. Then say that because the I'm question, the question Jones, that I put, can't sell that. The question, why, why couldn't why couldn't Stephen Jones come out and say, "Hey, we're going to go with a veteran guy, uh, uh, Tyron Crawford, and we're going to see what the young guys can do." To try, why why can't he say? What is wrong with that? Because everybody in Dallas Cowboys land going to say, say what? "Yep, I told you, Tristan Hill's a bust." How? Well, or or the flip side of it, Scott, would be Cowboys would be this right here. Crawford oh is God. just giving Crawford is just giving the position. He's not even fighting for it. The guy got two bad hips. So you mean to tell me a guy with two bad hips gonna beat out these young boys or young bulls? You know. So well, you that's why you can all try to invest. Mm-hmm. Man. You know, I'm just now, saying, Stephen Jones still a salesman. At the end of the day, he got he got to say to them guys, he got to say to the heel guy that hey, this this is a fight for you and Gallimore, right? So so, so is, is Stephen Jones is, is Stephen Jones running the starting lineups now? <laughs> I'm ser- serious me. question. He's the man. Wow. I mean, we talked about wow. Jerry. So Jones now we just took a whole guys. We, we just collectively just took Jones three steps backwards. We just collectively took three <laughs> steps backwards. You just sat here and told me Stephen Jones is running the starting lineups. Hey, man. So so Look. McCarthy don't got this power that we thought then. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, dog. I'm telling you, Crawford's going to play a lot in this system. No one is saying. You know what? I give up. <laughs> I give up. That was I not mean, my question. On, dog, you keep on talking about, oh, uh, uh, My question is literally, where, saying it, dog. where you, does Tyrone Crawford fit if he's not you, the starting three be, tech? If they, if they start four down linemen, Tyrone Crawford is starting. You ain't got to yeah, like it. That's what's going to happen. You got to listen. You keep switching the damn question, dog. The question was, the question was, if he's not the starting three tech, where does Crawford fit? It's simple. I'm just asking y'all where y'all think he fits if he's not the starting three tech. I told you he's going to be the starting three tech. All right. Let's move on. Clearly, you're not, <laughs> you don't want to answer the damn question. I told you the damn well, question. Well, well, he, I, I, I'll, I'll, thank, thank you, Law. Thank you, Law. Please right, answer, answer the question. You didn't answer, but go ahead, Law. I did. No, you didn't. Give me the question. Give, yeah, me, give, give me the question if again. If Tyron Crawford is not the starting three tech, as Stephen Jones is, is, if, is saying, that's what it's, that's what we're talking. It's, it's conversation, fam. If he's not the starting three tech, where does Tyron Crawford fit in the defense? 
Is it a five tech on a three four? Is it a, a rotational right defensive end? Where does he fit? He's a five tech on a three four. Five. I was gonna say five. Uh, five tech on a three four. Damn, that wasn't that hard. <laughs> man, hush your ass. It wasn't that hard. This is what happens boy, when you get. Man, this is what boy, happens boy. when you get old school versus new school. Yeah, it's gonna be that get, every get, goddamn day. You get old old school. They don't, they don't want to hear nothing. They don't want to hear but, what the new school got to say. Let the nation speak. What the people? What the people in the chat say? Ain't about knowing know. every damn thing. I had a question. You ignored it. I don't give a hell what you. What about. the people in the chat? I know you said about it. Dude. What? Who did? Who? What? Where, where do they see? Crawford? One is saying he's a utility player. Another is saying he's too small to stay inside. Uh, somebody called him a, a, a edge rusher. Um, yeah, Tr- Tristan Hill better show his worth. Hill was suspect. Hill still a baby. Crawford six four. He says somebody said he's six four two ninety eight. Um, yeah, he's smaller you know than last year. No, we gotta year. do Sky. No, we gotta do Sky. We gotta go back and probably I probably have to do some more homework and see how much, uh, how many sacks Crawford really got shooting from the I, inside. I did. You know, I did. I think the majority of them came from the outside, right? Twist nope. stunts and you get around. No, nope. where they come from? Four of his five sacks came at defense tackle. They came on. A lot of them came on games with Demarcus Lawrence. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, they all came from the inside. Like oh, most wow. of them. Most of them. He got one. I think. It, I think he got one against Washington in 2018, where he pretty much just he got he pushed into the uh, from the edge until I think it was uh, was it Keenum, Alex Smith maybe. I think might have yeah. been a quarterback, but it wasn't this impressive rush. He just he just got there. He's not he's not a right defensive end to me. He's more of a, L, a left defensive end that's on the right side that was forced there because you got a guy like Rob Marinelli who is just. I want orphan type dudes. And finally, can it took. Go ahead. I was going to say, can he bring in more sauce than what McLean brought us? That's all I'm asking. McLean, you mean Terrell McLean? No, 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 no. The other guy. We just, he going to the Raiders land. What's his name? From, oh, uh, Collins. Collins. Yeah, I'm sorry. Shit. Collins, Collins, yeah. Collins was a top three tech last year in regards to pass rush. Not, not, right. not, not stopping the run. Pass rush, I believe he was top 10 in, in uh, pass rush win percentage. So. Can Crawford do that? I don't know, man. I'm hips. Them hips don't lie. <laughs> Who you call? You calling me a bum? Lie. Huh? Who you calling a bum in the chat? <laughs> oh, I see you. you. Oh, come on now. Don't do that, Scott. You know I, I don't know, you. dog. Don't you ever do that. I love I you. Yeah. I'm just saying. I will man. never, ever disrespect you like that. This dude in here was saying, hey, you got to replace Dick Davis. I'm calling him a bum and shut the hell up. Who's that? <laughs> Whoever the hell his chat. name is, Brian. Oh, man. I, I, love, I love I love, I love, love that we have different Don't you ever say that ever again in your no. life, Scott. Hey, dog. Gotcha. You got to make a show. <laughs> I, I love ever, I love the different opinions because that. that's what makes us unique. That's what makes us like people. We're we gonna back. bang though. Look, we Always. you should you should that. keep you should keep your thought and he should keep his. Yeah, 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 hey, we don't have no production meeting saying, Hey, on this topic, we're gonna disagree about this and we're gonna agree about that, you know. <laughs> I hey, another, love it. another person that came to the podium I wanted to talk about was uh High Clinton Dix because we had McCarthy come out and say he's impressed with them. Y'all know how I feel about Clinton Dix. I think he can be a really good free safety for this team. And really, he was a turnover machine when he had some pass rush in front of him in Green Bay. Um, but, shit, he went to Washington and, you know, that went away. Uh, but in, uh, we were talking to Vach about Clinton Dix, and he said that basically the Bears ran two basically free safeties last year. So 
he I think he'll be used to playing with a free safety next to him in Xavier Woods. How y'all think Aha can do in this type of defense, this hybrid thing here? I'm excited to see him because I think he can cover. Yeah, man, sideline to sideline. I think that with the experience aspect of it, and the front four do what they got to do, I think that these free safeties uh, play or the safety play, the defensive back play, will have the best season of their lives because the the, the front has been so occupied. If they can win their one-on-ones. It's been so many games without look at it and say, man, if Collins will only win or if uh, when they kick Hyder in, if he will only beat his one guy. And on the opposite side, of course, Woods, if he only beat his one guy, now I'm thinking that Woods going to be fresh because we got a pole. And whatever we do with the Hill and the, ne- and the Neville Gallimore, I think that those guys supposedly can find a way or figure out a way to beat their one-on-ones. And I think the safeties will be able to corner in or uh, be able to pick the ball off as necessary. How you feeling about um, High Clinton Dix, uh, James? And Woods, really? Yeah. Well, you know, I think we uh, talked about it, I think, earlier today. The thing is, you know how we were talking about Woods, like this might be what he is? Now I'm kind of sitting there thinking, like, man, Uh-oh. was it really that coaching? <laughs> you get what I'm oh, saying? Oh, I thought you were just about to say something about him. You know what I'm saying? Was it really that coaching? Because because Cheeto hasn't been a bad player under – I mean, Cheeto hasn't been a bad player in Dallas. Can we can we say that? He hasn't been bad. We all, all we, we know he don't turn his head around, but he's been right there. I think Cheeto is really going to have a good year, and I think Woods and HaHa Dix, I think they're going to really coincide with each other. HaHa Dix, remember, he had career years under Mike McCarthy, career years under Mike McCarthy. So I don't know if he's going to have a career year, but I think he's going to be a steady force for the Dallas Cowboys because, as he said, one of the first things when he had his interview is, I love being here because I have a relationship with Mike McCarthy. And I think that's going to be huge because you're coming in and you already know the mind frame and the mindset of this player. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think having McCarthy, I think that's why he's here, honestly. He probably could have went anywhere else, but he came here because he had Mike McCarthy. And I think he knew there was going to be a change in defense. I don't think the Bears' defense was an aggressive. I could be wrong. I'm not, this ain't talking Bears, as I like to say, on the mothership. <laughs> but I don't think they were an aggressive defense. I, they had some aggressive players, like uh, what's the cat's name on the, in the interior? Damn, he was like a pro bowler. I forget his name. Big dude. And then, obviously, Khalil Mack. Um, Nathan, uh, was it Trevathan? And linebacker before he got hurt, they had some really good guys in the front seven, but I don't think they played aggressively like we'll see uh, Mike Nolan and, and Jim Tom Sula do. And I'm telling you, man, I, I actually went back and had to look to make sure I wasn't just saying this, you know, ignorantly. Um, when when uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix has a pass rush in front of him, he had between 2016 and 2018, he had 11 interceptions. Wow, 11 interceptions. Mm. I don't think there's a guy. In the last, in the three-year combination that had 11 in her five-year, the career. I don't think there's a guy in a career that had 11 interceptions on this team in the last, and maybe Brandon Carr. That's it? Use Carr. Uh, no, I don't even think he got that many interceptions. But he might. It, it, it might, but. He was getting I a lot at first. At first. Hakeem Hicks, thank you. Hakeem Hicks is what they're talking Hicks, about. Hakeem Hicks, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I wanted him, man. Yeah. And, and everything lot. that uh, I believe Eddie did, like the Georgia. Robinson kid, the Eddie Robinson, the safety over there in in, in Chicago land, Jackson, huh. Eddie Jackson, Jackson. Yeah, Eddie Robinson, boy, my mind everywhere. <laughs> Ooh, Eddie Jackson, that's because uh, that, me, me and James had you over here trying to play referee. 
Gremlin. But uh Eddie Jackson, everything that he did made it comfortable for them to just say, Okay, we're not gonna hold on to ha ha Clinton Dix for any longer because this kid is playing out of his mind. It was only a one year deal. Ha ha is so interesting because he's not he hasn't been a bad safety. Like, I think people get this wrong impression of how Clinton Dix because he's been on three different teams in the last th- right. two seasons, now three seasons. Um, he's not He hasn't been bad at either spot. Now, Washington, I mean, I think we can kind of get – that was like, what, eight games? Right. It, it was and Washington. It, it's Washington. Washington. <laughs> Washington. And think about it. Since even when he went over to Washington and Chicago, he played damn near 90% of the snaps in each organization. So it wasn't like he you don't went come over off the there field. and played a little bit. He was the man over there in yeah. each organization. Yeah, he don't yeah. come off the field, man. He don't come off the field. Here's another guy that I love to talk about, man. And where's our guy? Where's where's my guy Wink? You know what? We're gonna take this Wink. call. We're gonna take we're gonna he take gave a call. Me a Five dollar holler yesterday, and I appreciate him. We got to get Wink in here because he he comes at Jarwin, but we'll talk about that after this, man. Let's let's get somebody on the line. Nine oh eight. What's up, nine oh eight? You on the line? Yes, sir. I've been sitting here, Eagles Nation, the Hamlet Nation. What's good, man? Eagle Nation, yes sir. Eagle, yeah. Eagle, Eagle have a na- they have a nation, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, was good though. It's good. What up, hey, we appreciate you. Good. Uh, I just got a uh, question for y'all. I know it's nothing. This just a this a good question because um, I, I don't know all your names, but the one with the uh, Dallas hat, not uh, not Law Nation, but I remember him saying um a few weeks back something like where's though. You need the big boys up front to generate pressure for for it to be a successful defense, right? Yep. And that is true. And I, I just have a question with the uh, loss of uh, Gerald McCoy, right? Because it's all I'm a really all back. Uh, I watched that Packers versus Cowboys game when y'all had lost to them in the playoffs. It just on the TV, and I watched that game, and I remember. Just watching it, I'm like, yo, Dak Prescott, you know, didn't lose his game. It was the defense. So my thing is this. What – now, I know everybody's optimistic about your defense, but in regards to Dak Prescott, how will he be viewed if your defense stink it up and he put up the numbers again? How – would that be fair if they try to franchise him again? I just got I just got a question on that note because there's no way your offense is going to be bad this year. Like, it's impossible. Like, as much as anybody would like to say whatever, your offense is going to be good. The question is the other side of the ball. And I just wonder if he going to he still get blamed for a bad defense. Because we witnessed teams like the Steelers when they had A.B., Le'Veon Bell, Juju Smith. And we witnessed teams like the Falcons with crazy weapons. And I wonder if he's going to get that same uh, kind of leeway with that in that situation. Simple answer, no, he will not. <laughs> this is Dallas. Right. He don't get no leeway. It's this Dallas. It's Dak. Any chance in the hell he's going to get a lead if, if the defense stinks it up. Um, but you know Dak has to still pull it through. That's the thing. Like one of the one things that I want to see Dak do more often is, regardless if the, if the defense is playing bad, if it's a close game in the fourth, pull it through again. You did it before your first three years last year. That's why I believe it was an anomaly because I've seen him do it for three years. I've seen him do it. So. You know, it really is no ex- excuse. Like you said, the offense is, is plush. Now, if the defense is giving up 30 points, I mean, you know, you're not going to win a lot of those games, man. Yeah, yeah, man. That's a good 
call from from Philly land, man. Uh, hey, yeah, appreciate you, bro. Yeah, that, that's a real good objective call. Um, I, I guess speaking from both sides of the situation, and of course, you know, defense do win championships. And if Dak Prescott had the legion of boom, maybe we would have seen something like him going all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, but you're right. If you get if you create pressure from the inside. That helps out everything else. Your linebackers play better. Maybe, just maybe, your safety will play better. Maybe uh, that last pass that Cook caught on uh, Byron get down Jones, maybe Byron is there for that half step and is picked off opposed to being caught. And, um, yeah, yeah, the defense, that's where you got to focus at in the interior. I agree. Uh, we got a 6-8-2 on the line. 6-8-2, what's up? Hey, how y'all doing, man? We good, brother. All right, uh, I got a question about the offense. So, like, you know how the players say, like, the the offense is going to be, like, the same. So, like, when it comes to, like, the teams, like, looking at their old film, do you think, like, the – think the – like, the – how can I say it? Like, the, the offense is going to be, like, it's going to be looked at the same, like, mm-hmm. like you did last year, like – you, so you want to know if our offense or, is going to be predictable, or are we going to be more versatile? Yeah, it, it just, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> going to be like more, yeah, more predictable. Okay, we'll answer that. Appreciate you calling in, brother. Yeah, good call. Bro. Do we think? Th- I I personally do not see it. if that happens. <laughs> that should happen again, dog. <laughs> under you know Kellen and under uh, Mike McCarthy, I will be pissed. But I don't. How can you be that predictable now when you got? I'm gonna say three added weapons. You know, but well, these other two are only on the team. Okay, CD Lamb's the obvious added weapon. Here are the two other added weapons: Blake Jarwin, Tony mm-hmm. Pollard. I have to include them because I have to believe that they will be utilized more. Those three players, in my opinion, have to allow this offense to be unpredictable because you can do so many things with them. But I'll, I'll digress. Mm, man, James, man, what you got on this offense, man? It's no way it could be the same that it was before. I mean, let's let's be honest. You know, daggone well, this offense is <laughs> not going to be the damn thing for the last few years that we've seen. Um, we just heard Mike McCarthy said, I got three number ones. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Let me tell you right now, Michael Gallup ain't a number two. He's a number one. C.D. Lambs, I got three number ones. I got a Ezekiel Elliott. I got a Blake Jarwin. I got a Tony Pollard who I'm sending out on the outside and who's going deep on passes who can play running back and receiver. Do we really think that this is going to be a same boring – it wasn't even – and here's the thing. Last year, we was a top one of the top offenses last year, but it didn't it seem boring. It's just me. It seemed boring. Like it was boring, Jay. You know, like damn, we the number one offense. This seemed boring as shit. Like this seemed basic as hell. How are we number one? But I just feel like the quicker tempo with Mike McCarthy, he's going to incorporate Ezekiel Elliott in the passing game. Ezekiel Elliott even said that mm-hmm. he, hey. We've been doing a lot more. I've been working on my hands. I've been working on a lot more things in the passing game. And I think you're going to see a lot of that incorporated with Mike McCarthy. He's going to have a quicker tempo with this Cowboys. And what did we say? What did Jesse Holly say when he came on our show, uh, Sky?
out even quicker. And I think that's what's going to be a real mainstay in our offense because, like I said, if you've seen Green Bay's offenses, they were quick tempo. They were always quick, 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 quick. And I think that's what you're going to see, the pace of the game that's going to go a lot quicker on this offense. A lot, I think it might be a lot more no huddle too. And yeah. that, that's where Dak Prescott excelled a lot in his first four years was in the no huddle. And it's so crazy because when we were struggling on offense and in the last two minutes of the game or of the half, we picked it up. Guess what? Our offense start moving the damn ball. You know, yeah. just do what works, man. Again, stop trying to just do stuff to be arrogant or, or be, you know, stubborn and just do what works. And they didn't do that last year, in my opinion. Enough, at least. Play, no. play to Dak Prescott's strengths, man, and, uh, and and not try to make him to something that he's not. Even when you go all the way back to the senior bowl when he played that game, you know, he was just going through his progressions, just threw, throwing the ball to the right person and the right receiver. I think that he plays better in those type of moments instead of having to go to the line, change the plays, make sure the protection is there, slide this guy there, slide this guy th- that way, and this sort of thing. Let this guy play comfortable and let him play that that, that style of football. And so, I think that Mike McCarthy can identify that and put it out there for him. So I think about um, him saying that, you know, Michael Gallup's the number one receiver. <laughs> he I mean, is. <laughs> As is you it? heard Michael Gallup say, he said, I ain't going to never say that. <laughs> he said, and he's, he said, I ain't going to never say hey. it, but hey, I'm going to hey, be. Hey, listen, I, I you know, it's our coach, you know, I – if you say it, hey, you say it, but I got to see it. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Um, I think Mike Gallup is a fine number two wide receiver uh, right now. All right, Gallup, Gallup on the Miami Dolphins. Where, where you going to put him at? Hold on. I Listen, I like Gallup. I think he still would be a I, I like Devontae two. Parker. Devontae Parker and Gallup ain't that much different. Here's the Gallup thing. on the Bills, where you have him at? He's not better than Diggs. Oh yeah, I forgot Diggs there. Oh, you had, you well, had. Randy I can't wait to see Diggs and see what he's gonna do. Go ahead. Reed. Go ahead. Who? Yeah, Car- you had Randy Moss. You had Chris Carter. And you had Jake Reed. Was Randy Moss you took right. over number one? Right. You right. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. So Chris Carter was a great number two. You don't feel bad at Chris Carter being a number two, killing folks. Well, he was, he was number one before Moss, but yeah. You're right, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying he became like a one A. Can yeah? Is is Michael Gallup a one? I think he won, yeah, maybe a 1B or whatever you call it, right? 1A, 1B. Right, right. I don't think he's the number one on this team. <laughs> but but he's basically oh, saying, yeah. is he a number one, like he has number one traits. You know what? If you get uh, Michael Gallup in an offense that gives him number one targets, I think he will put up number one numbers. So who the hell am I? You know, I'm just a fan. <laughs> but I need to see – I just need to see him be able to step up more because when the true number one went out, did y'all see a number one in Michael Gallup? No. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> Look, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want my second year wide receiver to do that. But I feel what you're saying, though. You know, I just, I just feel like. I mean, I saw Juju Smith-Schuster, yeah. you know, second year snap. But oh, I forgot. Well, first to say year, this, that was his first I see year. Some people in the chat say, "Well, Dak uh, Gallup is better than Diggs. Diggs numbers no, uh, were not no. a compared yeah. to, to oh, Gallup. Gallup numbers are Gallup numbers are better than Diggs last year numbers. I, no, I don't I care. Get okay so let's stop that no i like gallup man but i'm not being a homer here Diggs has better hands way better hands he's a way better route runner great route he his contested catches if you want to call him even sure but but i mean i'm not doing that yet dog is Diggs lining up on the outside or inside because everywhere line up on the outside right (laughs) can't line up everywhere dog 
Diz got, okay. got Trayvon. Diz got his brother better for us. You feel what I'm saying? Diggs right. <laughs> got his brother better for us. Thank you, Diggs, for getting your brother better for us because he's going to be nasty this year because you. Thank you, Stefan. <laughs> Stefan? <laughs> Whatever, <Stephan. you> <laughs> Whatever you have. I don't know what it is either. I'll get both of their names messed up. Right. <laughs> Stephan. Hey, 704. What's up, 704? You on the line? Red 32. Red 32. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Normal. Josh Normal. <laughs> you said right. Yeah, I know what it is, man. It's your boy, Dak Tack. What's up, Dak Tack? I can't call it, man. Um, Look, ain't that crazy how McCoy already out of there, man? Mm, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a real. But I got man. the solution. I got the solution. I know what to do. I know how to fix this thing. Okay. It's one person out there that can fix this thing. Stick right in the center. That's Law Nation's beard. <laughs> Nobody went through that thing. You understand me? That's three sacks a game, fam. Automatic. But, uh, man, I just need to top it up with y'all right quick here, yeah. what y'all had to say. Um, give my shout-outs, man. Uncle Charles, how you feeling, baby? Uncle in the building. Watch. You already know. Um. But yeah, man, talk to me. I just want to hear. I just want to chop it up with y'all. I ain't really had nothing specific to hit on. I just wanted to show my love. Appreciate you, bro. All the time really calling in, man. It. And you always in these chats, talking it up and keeping it real in there, man. Appreciate you. You already know, man. I gotta hold it down for the fam. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Really appreciate life. My dog. I'm gonna get yes, some sir. other calls in here, bro, bro. For sure. Hey, three, four, seven. What it is, what it do. Hey guys, how y'all doing? How you doing, doing brother? brother? Brother Prince on the line. The Prince? <laughs> yeah, man. So um Yeah, I'm just uh piggybacking on what everybody else said. Uh you know, it's unfortunate about McCoy, um you know, it's kinda next man up. That man is Probably going to be Crawford. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm all right with that. Yeah, I'm totally all right with that. Um, Gallimore is a rookie. Hill is a second year man, so we're going to bring them along. You know, but you kind of got to look at it like a three-headed monster on the inside. You know, with those three guys. Um, but I think the solution um, for uh, that loss on defense is going to be more offense. Mm. Um, when the last Cowboy game that I went to um, back in 2018, um, I'm from New York, and so I went to that last game when the Cowboys played the Giants. And you remember in that game, um, Zeke didn't play. Rod Smith was a starter. Yeah. And um <laughs> I don't know, but he never really did anything for us. He he had he made a couple of plays, I guess. That game Actually, he went he made off. One, he made one play against the Giants, I remember in 2017, I think it was. But anyhow, um they they stopped using him. They stopped trying to run he could he wasn't effective running the ball. And so um they were passing on every down. 
uh, like you said, um, no huddle. Um, you know, we got off to a big lead, then we came back, then, um, you know, at the end, um, Dak made that great play, that great pass, probably his best pass of his career, or one of the best passes of his career uh, in the back of the end zone to um, Beasley. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, we sp we sped up the offense, you know, by going no huddle, and we just started attacking, you know, downfield. <clears throat> and... Um, that's 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 what we're going to have to do. Yeah, we're going to have to attack with our passing game, attack downfield. You know, instead of Beasley, now we got C.D. Lamb. I mean, instead that guy catches everything. Instead of Cobb, <laughs> we got C.D. Everything. Yeah. Huh? Instead of Cobb, I mean, we got C.D. Lamb. It's a, instead of you know true. Instead of Cobb, we got C.D. Lamb. So instead of Instead of Beasley, we got Cobb. Instead of Cobb, we have uh, C.D. Lamb. Right. So, uh, yeah, this guy, he just, he's just, he's going to be great, you know. And so that's, that's my solution. That's what we're going to do to solve this uh, unfortunate injury on defense. Um, we're going to have to, you know, become Team 40-burger. And so, yeah, that's what I think. All right. It's going to happen for this season. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate you, brother. You know, do your thing. I, I love what you guys do, and keep on doing your thing, man. Appreciate it's you. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. Appreciate, Appreciate you guys, too. All right. <laughs> hawk the, hawk the body, go. <laughs> hey, Jessica, wow, man. Jessica, Come you on, wild. Jessica. I just want to tell Chill, you that. Chill, Jessica. Jessica. You wild, <laughs> Jessica. I love you, but you wild. <laughs> what she say? What she say? So he his solution is more offense, less defense. Essentially, now, let me just say this, okay? Because we we seen a lot of panic over the McCoy thing. <laughs> I don't. Again, I agree with you, James. Had it been Poe, I'd probably be a little bit more upset and a little bit more nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, again, no one's saying Gallimore or Hill is anything just quite yet, but we do know they, those guys are pure three techs. Quick mm -hmm. get off three techs. Um, Crawford has the ability to go inside and play three tech. He's done it in his career. Um, so losing him, we're equipped to have guys that can can go in there and be okay, I think. Um, but if we lose Poe, yeah, listen, I'm sorry, Antoine, if you want to come out here and get mad at, at, at me and Law again or what have you, I'm not, you know, I'm not. I don't want to rely on Antoine Woods for as my starter for 16 games. So you know, I I don't think losing McCoy all of a sudden makes this defense, you know, a defense that's going to give up 30 and we got to score 40. Right. Yeah. You know, lose you lose D Law and McCoy. You lose McCoy and Poe. You know what I'm saying? You start adding these up, then sure. But you just McCoy. Unless. Unless Antoine Woods got the, the 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 touch of death, and everybody he touched falls over and get injured for, oh, him for the the season ending ending oh. move right there. That's so, not, <laughs> I hope not. That, he that Antoine, he came off, he came through that gut. I said, God, dog. I, I, I said, Hey man, why are you? Hey, 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 Twonka. I'm gonna be quiet. No, I, he, I got pissed. So I don't want him to hear. Hey, I don't want him to hear this show because you know how he did you, Law. I am. Yeah. <laughs> this show be like, hey, let me see you come to that game, big game. 
like that. He Twaka hood. I ain't gonna say too much about you, Twaka. Somebody earlier when I was showing from Compton, huh? I was showing the um footage of I guess the practice footage. Somebody said, "Man, you know Antoine looks Antoine Woods looks small next to all those linemen." What dog? He's he's only like five (laughs) eleven. Eighteen. He built like they call him a human log for a reason. He's short and stubby. He. The big boy, he, he just wide. Right. You know, he's not tall though. Yeah, he will find you on, on Twitter. Yeah. KMT said he doesn't think Woods is, is big enough to fill the role of Poe. I mean, McC- Woods is literally a one tech. Right. He's a six foot, 315, 20 pound guy. He's just not over. I think because he's so short. I, I, don't, I, don't, short. I don't think he's as strong for whatever reason. It's not every reason. Poe's a manster. But he's not as strong as you would like at one tech. But he is a one tech. I mean, let's just keep it a bean. Mm-hmm. Funny thing about him is, I don't know if I want to put him at nose, James. Like, literally in a 3-4 at the, at the nose. Oh, hell no. Unless we're in a passing down. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we saw we saw Sky when we when they, when they the Cowboys put him in that middle and they put the center and the guard and they double teamed him. Wood struggled. That's just the truth. Yeah. He did. I, we, I saw we, your boy though play 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 at nose though. Who's that? Huh? Zero. I saw your boy play at zero, but it was like for a limited snap. Like it was against the 2015 uh, Carolina Panthers. Go back and watch that film. He got a sack about? off of that. What are you talking about Crawford? I seen him play at zero, one and nose. You know? Yeah, we, yeah. Crawford can play. I'm talking about Woods. If Woods gets catches a double team, Woods get pushed all the way out. But see, but see I think. <laughs> I think there's going to be different assignments, though, for these tackles. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to entail taking on more double teams to free up your linebackers. And mm-hmm. I, I, I've i seen Woods beat a few double teams here and there. I have. Uh, what, what, again, what I don't like about Woods, I don't think he has the stamina to, to keep taking on these bigger guys all game, all season, and play with that same energy. Woods in spurts can be really good for you as a reserve. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Excuse yeah. me, a lot. But Woods constantly playing. He's not if he has to play 50-60% of the snaps, not good, fam. That is not good. Because third, fourth quarter, they're gonna start running the ball on us like they did before. He's a 30% snap type guy, 35% snap type guy. Always has been, really. Yeah. Even in his mind, time. in his mind, he's 80 to 90 percent because oh. when I said that, he got mad at me. He's like, yeah, we'll see about that, Law, you know. We'll see about that. I'm yeah. gonna mark this comment. I'm gonna prove you wrong. Yeah, he, he said I'm gonna save it. <laughs> Woods, here's the thing. I don't want you to come out here and try to slap fools, but at right. the end of the day, dog, let's keep it real, Woods. You went undrafted. Nobody was touching you. The Cowboys came and scooped you. Let's keep it real. I know it may hurt. It hurt me. It would hurt my You know pride. what it was, James? All that hot boy shit. <laughs> well, they, they, you know, they, they got in this hot boy stuff in the whole damn room just, who do y'all think y'all is? How the hell is y'all hot boys and y'all can't get 40 sacks? Right. Y'all can't get turnovers. Y'all can't get 40 sacks, but y'all got big jugs of hot shit, boys. Please, retire. All everywhere. Retire that. We got a call on a bunch of callers online. <laughs> uh, we got a whole bunch of things. Got Woods on the line? What? He probably didn't hurt us. <laughs> this is Tawaka TV or whatever the hell's going on. 580. What's up, 580? What do you know? 580. Yeah, Derek Grimsley from Oklahoma. What's going on, Derek? 
Oh, not much. Well, uh, I've been listening to y'all for about an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, appreciate uh, it. I just got one thing to say, man, as far as uh, our offense goes. Good luck stopping all these guys. Good luck. Um, <laughs> and uh, what? And I, this defense, man, I was really pumped about McCoy. You know, it's bad that he went out first pad of practice. Imagine that. Uh, um. What do y'all think? Y'all think since we got Griffin, he can play three tech too? Uh, I don't think they go. Uh, he's an excellent defense end though. Do you know who they? Th- you know what they were saying? Is it Greg? You said Greg from Oklahoma. Yes, sir. Okay, great. You know who I heard that they slid inside a little bit? Auden Smith. Auden Smith is the guy that they're going to slide in. I've heard about, and I was going to bring it up earlier, but again, just hearing what they're talking about, they didn't mention him being like a full time guy, but. Man, he's 285 now, right? Put, put, right. Hey, Alden, put about five pounds on and see if you can be, you know, Ratliff, but I don't know, man. It's just a different ball game in there. You can it's, only – But, Sky, think about this. It's 2020 now. Guys are more hybrid, just like we've been talking yeah. about the defense. You can slide to Alden Smith and get away with it. Can you do it full-time now? Right. Not a full-time, but you can slide him in. That's why I just say this is a good – type of scheme that they want because you have multiple players. That's why it's not a big blow, even though it hurts us because we like McCoy as a person. I think that's why it hurts because a lot of us like McCoy as a person. He's a great player, but we like him as a person. But if you look at the depth that we still have, we're still okay. Yeah, we're really yeah. okay. What do you think about, like the Carlos said here, um, Griffin, though, at the three-tech? I mean, he can slide in on like a pure yeah, pass rush. Passing down. Passing down. Yeah, I mean, if we if we up by twenty, then yeah, you can beat him out out there. <laughs> we have Michael Bennett, right? Go ahead, Greg. I don't know about y'all, but I think I'd be more nervous if it was Poe that went down because yeah. if you put right. Antoine Woods at the nose guard, you know, when we played the Rams in the playoffs in twenty eighteen, you know, they exposed him big time. Yep, that's what we. Yep, that's exactly. You know, I mean, they were shoving. Y'all remember that? They were shoving us way back, mm-hmm. five ten feet. You know. Here, the pro, here's so, the thing with Antoine Woods. He's not going to keep your linebackers clean. And I think that's what this new scheme is designed for. We need bodies to keep big bodies up there to keep these guys clean. And Antoine Woods, he literally plays a, a perfect – his style of play is perfect for Rob Marinelli because he wants to get upfield and get upfield in a hurry. He didn't, He's not about anchoring. You know, he's not about yeah. taking on blocks. And Tyron Crawford, I believe, is one of the guys who spoke about it in this conference. He said, they asked him, what's the difference? between, you know, the, your scheme in the previous years and this one. He said, this one, what's different is we're not getting upfield. We're kind of waiting and seeing and keeping and, 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 and occupying offensive linemen. How, I don't know if Antoine Woods is built for that for a consistent amount of snaps. He's built for for a little bit of snaps, but you I'm not putting Woods in there, you know, for, for like oh, I said, 50% oh, of the damn. snaps. Damn, just going to wear Scott, I just sent you a picture of, of uh, your boy Poe. And he's next to D Law, of course. Fat as hell. You go on you go on their Twitter page, fat. I send it to you. Uh he's a fat boy. Fat boy. Look at them legs, Who's man. That? If you can just fat see it, boy. look at the legs, the lower body extremity. Him. That's a big boy. He, he loves a fat boy. You can't, can't move that around all day. You can't move. I don't care you, who you, are. you literally like the offensive line is gonna be like, man, come hey, on, Greg, man, y'all stop subbing. <laughs> before we move on, thanks for the call, Greg. Appreciate you. Good call. Yes, sir. Y'all take care. Thank you, sir. Great call, Greg. Um yeah, before we move on to that, oh, I got to get back to the picture. I think it was Bucky Brooks who, you know, was a well-respected, you know, analysis or, or uh, analyst or what have you. He said, I don't know what anybody really talking about here, but 
Poe still cannot be moved. He is literally an immovable object. You know, right. people are not. So when everyone goes back and looks at the the um, Panthers tape, it ain't Poe getting bullied and moved around. That is not happening. Okay, it's not him. So you know he's going to be tough and he's going to keep your guys clean, and that's what you want. You mm-hmm. in this scheme, you want to keep LVE, Jalen, Sean Lee, whoever the hell's back there. You want to keep those guys clean. So um, I, I still want snacks. I'm greedy. 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 <laughs> hell yeah. Man, you put that weight lean on everybody, man. By the end of fourth quarter, it's going to be over with. Y'all better not lose. Who's that? Some Eagles fans? What's the score? <laughs> it's a close one right now. I saw the last. It was winning 68-65. I, I told you. Listen, we need them to push us, but I told you. I said Port, Portland going to be a tough out. I told everybody that people ain't want to listen. Eh, we'll see. This COVID, this COVID <laughs> championship. <laughs> Ooh, you better not lose. I'll be all in your inboxes, man. For, for what? I, listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. I really don't care about the well, NBA right now. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I told you, I still think the Clippers are the team to beat, and I'm a Laker I'm, fan. I'm not I'm still coming in the inbox. For what? <laughs> you a Mavericks fan? I, no Mavericks yeah. fan can talk any crap to me. I will talk to you all day. Oh, you one of those fans? Yeah, I'm one of them. Okay. Well, good to know. It's good to know. It's good to know. I'm keeping it real. I know because I hate fans that be trying to act like they ain't like that. I'm like that. Okay. Just know. Just know if I return the favor, I can eat it. Pick up. Pick up your phone. I I already know you will. Just pick up the phone. That's all. (laughs) But but they they did do your boy KP. They did do your boy KP wrong last night, though. I'm going to keep it a bean. I'm going to tell you what kind of fan I am after a goddamn game, and I got friends and family. Don't call my damn phone after we lose to the (laughs) Eagles or the Giants. Don't do it because I'm not answering. Oh, no. I'm not answering. Man, they be trying to call me right after the game. I don't want nothing. I'm not talking to you after we just lost a heartbreak. But, Scott, you must go through this, though. When we win, our phones stay off, though. Oh, nobody Nobody call me. I don't call nobody. I don't call nobody. I celebrate amongst my, my folk. But no, no, they I'm talking wanna, about the haters. When they when we win, oh, they don't call they, us. They don't be on my inbox. They don't be on my yeah. wall. Nothing. I, I'm just yeah. I, all I'm gonna say is you're okay. Not you, not you. <laughs> I already know what you're gonna do. Okay. Shoot, you was he was getting hype when our when our second and third string was losing to who the hell was we playing at the Rockets? Talking <laughs> all types of shit. Yeah, look, like e, you like a suck. They're like uh, no. I was like, really, dog? Like, I, I was real cool with you about these masks, but you know what? <laughs> Let's do another game. I'm going to trash them. I'm going to trash the shit out of them. <laughs> Speaking of which, did the Mavericks win this one? Stop it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to be subtle. I don't really need to say nothing. You lost. Um, <laughs> I'm be quiet. He said, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to cry when I get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! We need to eat. <laughs> hey, uh oh, uh oh, look who it is. Nine one zero. Is it the nine one zero? Is it the nine one zero? What it is? What it do? We got the tools today, brothers. What's up, bro? Got the tools today, man. Bring it. It's a lot of fakery. The apostles, man. What are they talking First about? First of all, I want to talk about. Y'all brothers in this Cowboys network, y'all been building. Y'all three. OG Mark Holmes, Okoye, Foots the King, Vice Lombardi, Strength and Numbers. 
just like for our team, this nation, this team, be strong with it. The young prodigy, Skywalker still uh -huh. doing his best. James Brown, Egypt, Ernie Johnson impersonation. <laughs> the young prodigy doing his thing with the production. Thanks, stepping the game up. Mm -hmm. The streets love big game. Like you know what I mean? We listen to these other journalists. We'll think Quincy Carter was on cocaine. <laughs> big game brought us that news. Mm -hmm. You know he a real one. How many interviews people doing from the halfway house with these clowns? Mm -hmm. To my brother from another mother. I got a special connection with this brother. We got a similar pedigree. I started listening to law. Middle of the night, I woke up in the middle of the night. It was the game when we beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. Wow. This is no beer law. This is Dallas in the background law. <laughs> and, and I followed that man step by step, brick to brick. Mm. The, the soul of that brother heard the struggle. Mm. What school you went to, law? Tell him. Yeah, JSU, School of the Hard Knocks in Natchez, Mississippi. You know how I go. Yes, sir. I'm HBCU, too, North Carolina a and okay. I respect your grind. I know your grind. Because what y'all doing, this is not your job. Big Game, show you his job. Law, show you his job. What y'all doing is a passion. But it's about to be your job. Mm. The blessings is coming to abundance, brothers. Mm. Keep it up, brothers. Appreciate it. Because these imposters, that shit had me tight last week, bro. Because yeah. mm. with Law Nation, yeah. that man leave you with scriptures on his live screen after talking football. Talk. He eat, mm. sleeps, drink the Dallas Cowboys. Law Nation might do a 10-minute video 3 o'clock in the morning, man. <laughs> he ain't lying. All the, and, the, and the rest of these these fakers, the imposters, they mad because mm -hmm. they see it coming because this is organic. Mm -hmm. Brothers build it from the bottom up. Mm -hmm. These are real fans. Mm -hmm. Not no fake followers. Not no bots on your on your social media account. Mm -hmm. You feel me? I feel you. Y'all brothers, y'all keep it up, bro, because you got a nation behind you. Mm. And this is my calling to the nation. Yeah. Let's get that paper for these brothers. Yes. The only thing separating these brothers from Fox, ESPN, whatever, is finances. Real you, talk. You mean to tell me Baldi's breakdown is not botch or uh, Koye Media? Mm. You mean to tell me we can't send Big Game James to wherever, halfway houses to the hood mm. to get the, uh, get the perspective of older players? Yeah. Who might be went on some trials and tribulations. Talk and that. what Skywalker Steel is doing with his production. Making Talk everything that. look clear. Talk making that. it look clean and neat. Mm -hmm. It's remarkable. Thanks, sir. But we YBE, we young black entrepreneurs. I'm it's, a, it's a new day. Yes. And it's a new tide. And black journalists will be protected. And they will be respected. And that's my time. But for your imposters. We ain't no Sega name. This is not a game. Peace. Peace. Yo, oh, that guy meat chills. I got goosebumps oh. and all that shit. I done drank some beer. I'm Yo.
you you lucky we doing a show because if we weren't doing a show, I done kicked all this shit out of here. I done kicked the table. No. Kicked the man, he he come in with the damn heat. All the it's yeah. real too, man. I, I mean, my damn monitor. He got me hyped. I want to do like a hundred pushups right now. I talked like, about I wanna, it. I want I want to smoke this cigar right now, man. <laughs> and on a nine dime, you know. <laughs> and, uh, man, I am. Then, then he shout out. Then he shout out. Uh, all the HBCUs out yeah. there, man. Shout yeah. out to JSU, man. Gosh, man. Shit, dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I love what he said though about you know the real fans or what have you, man. Because I said this with Vaj, uh-huh. I said, dog, we honestly got the pulse of the nation. Um, I really truly believe that we have the pulse of the of the real the real pulse, not the hot take pulse, right? Not mm-hmm. the shock jock pulse, not none of that stuff. I feel like the fans that are in these chats at what is it anyway? It's the ten, it's ten thirteen. My way, it's eleven thirteen. Guys like Nine Dime and and and, and everyone mm-hmm. that calls in here, I think. These are real fans, you know, because real. they know we're not bringing them anything but the real. Even if they don't dis, even if they don't agree, you know what I'm saying, and, we, and they disagree with what we got to say. At least it's coming from an organic place, like he said. We ain't up mm-hmm. here, me and James. When we disagree, this ain't pre-production. Like, yo, James, I want you to say no <laughs> right. to this. Oh, I'm gonna say is... yes to this. This ain't none of that. <laughs> no, nope. you know, man, it's, man, it's, nine, it's nine, appreciate that. Kiss my ass. We going at it. Going at it. I mean, and it's like that if you go listen to the round each other, we good. Yeah, you go listen to the round table. You get disagreements between you know Law Vach Foots and and Nikoye because that's that's it's organic, it's real, and I think I think y'all out there respect that man, and I respect the hell out of y'all for rocking with us. Yeah, I respect the hell of that call. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, big game, James. Say again what you think what nine dime look like, man. What he's saying when he calling in. Hey man, I don't know. He looked like Nino Brown. Like <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like a Nino Brown. Like he sound dark skin with a a, a, a goatee. He, 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 I, I I'm not trying to hate on you, Nine Down, but he smell like you sound like you smoke fat <laughs> fat blunts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hating because I'm feeling you, but you sound like you smoke fat blunts, and I'm chilling there with you. Nine dime, man. I'm chilling, man. That's my dog, man. Yeah, he's he's he a, said he's, no beard law. You know what I'm saying? I, I seen some of those videos too. I, I went back and watched a while ago the no beard. I was like, who that? That's not right. James Harden. <laughs> Let me get another one up in here. Five five nine. What it is? What it do? Yo yo yo. What it is? Yo. What up? Yeah. What up, man? Hey, y'all don't shoot. Don't shoot. Don't Uh-oh. shoot. I'm an Eagles fan. I'm unbiased, though. I got a couple questions, all right? Y'all fans love, don't y'all? Hey, I respect y'all. I respect y'all. I'm coming through with some that. respect now. Appreciate okay. you. Okay. Okay, okay. I like for us. I wanted to piggyback off of that uh that talk y'all was talking about uh with Michael Gallup um being a number two. Some of y'all was saying he was a number one. Uh-huh. Um you could probably put him on Philly. He'd probably be a number one in Philly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you guys, you guys still got um, uh, Jeffrey. They got Jeffrey, but I'll take I'll take Gallup over Jeffrey now. And right. I and I heard a lot of y'all talking about based off of last year, and it's it's a tough it's a tough debate if you're going off of just last year. I mean, really, he you know he uh. He had a better year than a lot of a lot of people last year. I mean, you, I seen I heard somebody say about Stefan Diggs and stuff like that. I mean, pro, you know, I wouldn't take him over Stefan, but Michael Gallup, 
as far as stats go, he had eleven hundred last year. Oh, you know, yeah, he had eleven hundred. So, absolutely, not a slouch. Um, I, I think if you put exactly. Michael Gallup in a position where he's getting number one targets, he could definitely put up number one numbers. But when I'm when I when someone says number one to me, I'm just thinking of the player, not not statistically. Um, right. And the only reason why I'm trying to say that I have to see more from Michael Gallup to say he's a number one as a player with his skills is because I've seen him when we needed him to be a number one wide receiver. He just quite wasn't. And where he did produce is when the actual number one wide receiver was there and Mari Cooper, he had big games. So mm-hmm. that, that's all I'm saying is is I just need to see him be a number one in number one situations. Oh, can he put up number one number one numbers in Philly with Carson Wentz? Yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then and then uh, that defense. Um, so, how do y'all feel about Chris Rashard? Because I, I personally, uh, I got a lot of respect for Chris Rashard. I mean, that twenty eighteen defense, that last half of the year, man, that whew, that was that was tough. That was tough. That was a tough defense down the stretch right there. You know. What you guys did to to us uh, towards the end of the year, we we were struggling getting past that defense, man. That that defense makes you be patient. Um, and then now you talk about Mike Nolan. I mean, uh, I like uh, he he's been around the league for a long, long time. Um, and and he was obviously a part of that Saints defense. He was a linebacker coach over there. He had a lot to do with with the Saints defense and stuff. But golly, I'm gonna be honest with y'all now, like. I'm I'm a little happy to be see Chris Rashard out there. Chris Rashard mm. obviously he connected he connected to the Seattle defense. So mm. you know I you know that that Seattle de- I, I mean I'll we all my, know what what that Seattle defense stands for. I let my guys take this one before I before I speak because I got something to say about. It. Uh, well, well, well. Sometimes it's hard to play basketball with the girls' basketball, right? You know, sometimes you got to play with your own basketball. You know, so I'm thinking that Chris Richard, although you know we. Uh, saw we had high love and high hopes for him to bring in that Seattle's mentality, but he was never given his version of the basketball, if I can use that in, in, in this type of context. So uh, may wherever he go, he regroup and get back out there and prove that he's worthy, and uh, it'd just be a situation that we would never know. I mean, me personally, I think he got grace with that uh, Seattle defense. I mean, I'm not hating on Christian Sharp because I love what he brought to the table that first year, um, and I, I love the attitude. Um, but he was graced with that team in Seattle. It wasn't like he was there and he built that defense or things of that nature. I think the situation where we got right right here right now, I'm not hating on Christian Sharp, but if you're sitting there handcuffing your defense when your cornerback is saying, I can't do these type of things because my coach is saying you can't, I I I that I, I gotta be like your boy. That's a no for me, dog. That's a no for me, dog. If you can't let your corners, if he's sitting there saying at practice that I can't do this and that, I want to know how to do this with Mark Cooper, but I can't because my coach is saying that's a big fat no for me, dog. So so here's the thing with Chris Richard. Um, I don't think Chris Richard's a bad coach or anything like that. I I don't think Chris Richard was allowed to have his guys. Like we're seeing now, that doesn't mean even if he got his guys, they would have miraculously did a bunch of stuff because I feel like Chris and Rob Marinelli just weren't on the same page. Um, however, so so you saying that you know with with uh, Mike Nolan being around, you know you don't we're not really confident that he's going to really turn the defense around type thing. 
here's my thing about uh, Mike, about Mike Nolan, and, and it's really not him personally. It's the philosophical change that I am excited mm. to see. It is no longer a vanilla offense and vanilla defense. You know, we hear we're hearing from our players that this is going to be and and more of an mm-hmm. exotic defense. Like teams are not going to know what we're doing every play. Literally, Cheeto literally came out and said teams knew yeah. what we were running every play. And the reason why, mm. if you go back and look at the stats, why quarterbacks have a lot of, a high percentage of passes completed is because we allow them to complete the passes and we got to rally and tackle. So if you go look at a lot of Carson Wentz's games. He has a lot. Of, he has, I think, like I think, got like ten or eleven touchdowns against us. But his yardage totals are not high. A lot of those touchdowns are in the red zone from dink, 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 dinking. We make the quarterback have to, you know, matriculate down the field, right? Look, Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to piggyback off of what you're saying, Sky, the first touchdown that the Philadelphia Eagles got on us last season on the on the guess when or you in game. Yeah, it was, was against tight end. It was it was a Dallas Goldar versus a J. Lou. I don't think that this particular. I don't know about Russell Wilson throwing that pick at the end, but Tom Brady. It was a lot of checkdowns, a lot, a lot of checkdowns. Shane Vereen and and you know a lot of checkdowns in that Super Bowl. That's how you beat that defense. You know you yeah, gotta but, really but, be patient with the run. But here's the but here's the problem. Yeah, the stream stream. We're we're we're, we're working on that. We're working. It's coming back on. Um, here's the problem about the defense, and you're saying it makes you you know be patient. It makes you be patient. It makes you be patient. Yes. That is true. It does make you be patient, but the the re, the only reason that I mean the only way that pays off for you is if you get turnovers. If you force turnovers. And the problem with the defense was we were stingy in the sense of we made you matriculate down the field and at times we were pretty good in the red zone, but we didn't force enough turnovers. We didn't put our offense in position to to you know in better position. We not, we were the worst team in starting field position the entire league. A lot of that had to do with special teams. A lot of it had to do with not getting turnovers. Where Mike Nolan's defense is going to come in here and they're going to say, we are going to for- we are going to force the situation on the quarterback. We're going to force the situation on the offense. And if, and if you beat us on a big play you, from time to time, so be it. But we're going to make big plays as well. We have to see it, though, right? We have to see it work. I'm happy for the switch. I don't know about y'all, about y'all uh, Law and James. I'm happy for the switch. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy, happy for it, too. You can give up yards. When you're aggressive, you're going to give up yards. Big plays may happen. That's the problem with our defense. Sky and Law, you can agree with me. <clears throat> Too many times we were conservative. It was a bend, don't break. We'll let you get these yards, but we don't want you to score a touchdown. Like, I don't want to deal with that. I want an attacking type defense. If you have to give up plays, that's okay. Because turnovers and sacks come when you have an aggressive defense. Period. Yeah. Great. This is a great call, caller. Yeah. Are you sure you're an Eagles fan? You, yeah, you're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> nah, man. Hey, you know what? I got a lot of respect for you guys. You guys, man. Uh, you guys You guys have some good uh, content creators here on YouTube, man. I actually watch a lot of you guys. You know, Botch, uh, uh, all, all three of you guys. I watch, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mark Holmes. I watch all you guys, man. You guys have some good content, man. Um, you know, and I like, you know, Cowboys. You know, they're a tough. They're 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 a tough team every every year. You know, they got a good roster every year, man. Jerry Jones does a really good job of building, at least building a team mm-hmm. together. And 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 you guys are competitive every year, man. And 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 uh, you know, I feel like you want to be a fan. I feel like I feel. Yeah, I feel. I feel, I feel like I, I got I got respect, man. I I feel like I, I feel like uh. 
you know, you, you guys bring a lot of attention to the division, you know, for sure. So I feel like, you know, we should be respectful of that. You know, we get national televised every time we play you guys. I feel like, you know, we should, we should, we should, uh, we should respect that. And it's our job to go out there and perform, you know, uh, against you guys. So, you know, that's it. You know, uh, you know. I like, you. I like this guy. Yeah, I like this guy's good. I appreciate that, man. Excellent call. Great questions. I mean, it, it generated, you know, conversation. In um, our feeds. Yeah, we man. Like you. Appreciate you, brother. And and, and 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 one last thing. This is this is a big year for Michael Gallup. Right before I go, this, I think this you, you guys will find out a lot about Michael Gallup this year. This is a big big year if you guys find out if he's a true number two or if he can potentially be a number one. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, you know what it is because guess what? We have a two year out. Two year out on on Amari Cooper if Amari Cooper isn't living up to his contract, and then guess what lines up perfectly with that. Michael Gallup's contract. So yeah, yeah, these next two years are big. Great call. Great call. Um, yeah, sorry guys, the the restream, you know, yeah. You like yeah. you Philly fans? I think the server, I, I think the server with the restream be going out. Hey, I I don't I don't think it's I think it's restream for, for sure. I'm gonna have to just say you Philly fans are undercover Cowboys fans. I I I, I I'm gonna have to say a lot of you Philly fans because I got a homeboy. He's a Philly fan, but you always talking about Dallas in positivity ways. I I think you're undercover. Oh, it's okay. Take your cape off and and show your Cowboys. Take your cape off and show the star and come on over to the team. We'll welcome <laughs> you. You become a member as low as dollar ninety nine over here at Spirit Blue Nation. <laughs> Silly, <laughs> keep going in and out, man. Yeah, law, God, law, how much? Law, law, bit, law, bit, law, bit, in and out. He froze a little bit on there, man. Yeah, this thing right here, I'll, I'll have a whole conversation. That every time we talk about the staff or any shape, form, or fashion, if okay. we talk about Coach Red, if we talk about Chris, man, yeah, it's right. it just goes down, man. What's going on with this? <laughs> they watching the late night hype, fam. Yeah, they watching. <laughs> they they watch. love us. Stop lying, y'all love us. But see, I, I like those kind. I like, but see the undercover Cowboys. What Philly notion that he be cool colors, sometimes. Guy, but they got a Cowboys helmet under they under their bed. They're not gonna tell us that guy, but they got a Cowboys helmet under their bed and they rub it. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just be. I'm gonna just keep it a bean. You know, no, no. And I'm not saying that there aren't. You know. There are great Philly content creators out there, but I just I, I just haven't been in their streams just quite yet. You know what I'm saying? I just haven't been want to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean our guys, uh, you know, our community is pretty good, so I don't need to go nowhere else. No offense. But no, I mean, yeah, man. If you wanna if you really want to know the true intel, or not even really intel, just the true insights on the team, don't watch Skip and all don't do that. Come here, come here. Go to Vodge. Go to you know Foots. Go to go to Big Game Law. Joe Rod. You know what I'm saying. Koye. Go to those guys. You know what I'm saying you know, the community. There's up and comers coming up on this thing too. So yeah. Look, James is like, yeah, come on, Philly fans. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> my guy Jay Tuck too. He 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 got he got nice insight too, man. I love some Jay Tuck. He funny as hell. He fun. He is funny because he'd be one way on Twitter. I'd be like, bro, where the hell hey. that energy at on on the YouTube? Hey, hey, yeah, Tuck. So if you listening, Tuck, it's Tuck. Please listen to this. Say it again, Scott, because he two different people. Bring that, bring Why that on a tube, fam. Don't be scared to make somebody mad. He's normal as hell. 
No, Tuck be Tuck Tuck got some uh you know some some very he's opinionated on the Twitter. I like Tuck. Then he then he towed a line on YouTube. I'm like, come on, man. He'd be good as hell on YouTube. Get some more callers in there. Uh, four one zero four dime. What up, four dime? No, I am gonna eat it. I'm gonna take a bite. Four dime, four dime, going once. Hey, hey, what's up? What's up? What's going on? This is DVM Petty Riley from Tip from Twitter. Um, good to finally connect with y'all, talk to y'all, yes, sir. all y'all, y'all, y'all the OGs for real, for real. Hold on, real quick. My my, <laughs> my question, <laughs> my question was: I was listening to Jeff Kavanaugh earlier, and uh, he was he's been talking about the philosophy of the front office, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about like I'm kind of confused. I don't know what direction and what vibe. Or what to expect from the decisions anymore? Because um, in the past, you know, it was all conservatives. Um, you could pretty much predict everything we was going to do off, yeah. on and off the field. Um, but Jeff Kavanaugh was talking about the whole Jared McCoy thing earlier, and he was saying, you know, in the past, um, we, we, you know, they cut him, he freed up, freed up money. In the past, you know, most likely we're not going to make no moves. But now I don't know. That's um, that's what I'm saying about this whole snacks thing. When somebody said, you think we get snacks? And I'm like, you know, deep down, no. But I don't know no more. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, like anything, like in the next 24 hours, you know, we could have a, you know. Clowny. Like this this time last week, you know, Griffin wasn't on the team. You know, we were expecting McCoy then. Within a week, we, we had both of them on the team. McCoy go down, but McCoy gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, it... it it really, you know, who who do you think is making most of these decisions now? Is it Steven? Is it more Mike McCarthy? Um, who had the most most of the power before now? Was it was it Jason Garrett making a lot of these calls? Like, I'm just trying to guess the vibe. I mean, I it's more positive than anything. I, yeah, I would think. Um, you know, um, that, that's all I had to really say. Shout out to all y'all, Law Nation. We we some soldiers for you, man. Whatever you say, we'll do. <laughs> I love that. Love yeah. Uh, yeah. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Have a good night, man. You too, man. You too. Um Okay, I mean that's that's a good question. Who do we think is 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 kind of steering the ship here? Um I definitely think Steven is 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 steering the ship more than his dad. I mean, I've been saying that for a while. And I think Mike McCarthy. I, I talked about this what was it on one of my shows? I said, okay. I know I just kind of praised Steven about getting um, Robert Quinn last year and Randall Cobb, but were we going out and signing Gerald McCoy's and Don Terry Poe's and Everson Griffin's before mm-hmm. before McCarthy got here? Mm-hmm. We no. played it safe, man. We always played it safe we in, uh, with Jason Garrett. And, and I said this the other day, I, and I know this is a PG-13 show. I said it on Vaj Lombardi's show. Uh, <clears throat> Jason Garrett is the type of guy that wears the condom with his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come get me, Jay, for him. But that's just how it goes. You know they're about to to cut the stream now. (laughs) They're going to really cut this thing off. Wow. (laughs) You said cut, take 45. Whoa. I ain't never heard that damn analogy. Right. That was a. That's deep. You could, that just that just oh, what he, he just problem, played bro. everything safe. Proce- <laughs> Yo, process process that for your mental. I am. You know? I'm done processing it, dog. That shit's deep. Yo, rip it off, man. Let's go get this thing, man. 
they did play it safe. But I don't. I I think McCarthy is, is coming in there and saying he's doing this thing right here. You see that? Go get me McCoy. You see that? Right. Go, go get me Poe. You see that? <laughs> go get me Everson Griffin. I just think you know what can you say? Granted, I, of course, it's go get me them within the context of you know the 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 contract being right, but. He got more juice than Jason Garrett. And another person we got to give credit to is Will McClay. I firmly believe Will McClay goes to JG or Steven or whomever, McCarthy, and says, hey, this type of guy for what we do works. Mm-hmm. Now it's a matter of does the money work? Because he ain't mm-hmm. signing the guys. He just says he's just a talent evaluator. This guy does this trait well, which fits with this scheme. <clears throat> this scheme, I think he can be productive. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he hits, sometimes he misses, you know. Right. But you know, I think he goes to those guys with better players than we've we've signed the bargain bin guys, and I don't think we're bargain bin shopping anymore. I shouldn't say anymore, but we're we're looking to get really good veterans on solid prices. Before we were looking to get really solid prices and okay players. That makes sense. Yeah. Damn, he Ooh. said. He wears a condom to <laughs> sleep with his wife. Ooh, and and trust me, everybody know I love Coach Red, but that's just how we played. We played everything safe. And uh, he probably looking back now and saying, like, man, Cowboys making all of these moves, man. <laughs> and they weren't doing well. it when I was there. Or he probably looking at it like, hey, these guys are making foolish mistakes because this guy's not the right kind of guy. So, We'll find out, you know. Uh, that's what they got going on in Giants land right now. They, they they don't have names on the back of the jersey. They only go by jersey numbers. And if you make a mistake, oh, now you're going to run laps, you know. That's valuable time that you can be learning the playbook instead of running laps. Even the coaches got to run laps over there in Giants land. So don't you guys feel refreshed that we don't have to do that here? Oh, there's a there's a ton. I'm refreshed that Jason Garrett's the hell out of the organization. I, I there's a ton I'm refreshed about fam. <laughs> uh, with it in regards to that. Hell on. Ain't nobody ever gonna miss you ever. Right. Damn, I'm still ever. tripping, isn't it? <laughs> you still <laughs> I'm laughing at my dog, Jay Form. He's going at me now. Yeah, Jay Jay, Jay Form a little pissed off about that fam. Well, Jason Garrett. Uh, yeah, you know, of course you do. Come yeah, on, you know he loves some damn Jason Garrett. I, for the uh, life of me, cannot understand it. <laughs> damn, uh, wow, I can't understand it. Five, five, one, two, save us here, man. Save us from the Jason Garrett slander. Yeah, oh, warm it up shit. though. Y'all know exactly what time it is. Oh, the hell know. did he sneak in? Is this Philly Cowboys Union today? Philly Nation, y'all Philly fans. Man, this is the fourth Philly fan. Cap about taking the cape off, so y'all know I'm coming here with the cape off, straight Philly style. Y'all know what it is. Hey, first off, shout out to all three y'all fellas. Y'all know what it is. Y'all over there kicking that fire, but we keeping our eye on the enemy out here, also. So. Of course. Y'all know I got to ask, what kind of small ball business y'all got going on in Dallas? Y'all releasing Gerald McCoy, you know what I'm saying, before he even gets to the hospital. I need to understand about that. I got another question after that, but I'm going to pause on that. Explain that one. Well, did you watch the beginning of the show? 
Hey, you know, I, my apologies, fellas. You know, I'm jumping in the stream a little bit late. That's but, okay. You know, I sat in for a little bit before the stream cut. That's okay. Um, you know, and I was kind of hearing it, but I'm going to catch it back, though. You know I'm going to watch it back, Scott. The only reason why I ask is because we talked about it. So in his claws, right, he had a he had a pre-existing hamstring injury that I guess only a few people knew about, his agent in the front office and himself. And then that contract stated if he injures that quad, the team can and most likely will cut him to save us money, but he gets his bonus. So he got paid $3 million for three practices, $1 million per practice. Um, and the Cowboys are off the hook, but they both have mutual interest to bring him back next year because he can't play this year anyway. So they get that roster spot. There you go. That's that's the explanation. That's all I got yeah, for you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. All right. I guess. Hey, look. That's still some bad optics. It still looks slimy. It did, it did look I'm bad at first. Million, hold on. Three million dollars for three practices. Three practices. Come on. One million dollars a practice. Oh. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. One million in practice. That's that ain't bad. And then then they got the um they got the invitation for him when when everything is all said and done at the end of the year to bring him back. So I think that that's a good business move. When you know when you sign in a guy, your trainers, because Philip Tanner, who we had on the show, they have some of the best trainers in the business that they diagnose this pre-existing condition. And they so protected as, themselves. It was smart. As a business, you cover your tracks no matter what. This isn't about feelings. This isn't about, hey, this is not about feelings. This is about a business. And you always need to cover your tracks in a business. So this was a smart move. Sentimentally, it hurts, but business-wise, this was smart. And if it was on Philly side, y'all did the same damn thing. Hey, hey, let me let me chime on this too, uh, Philly, for, for you, Philly Notion. All right, too. Put this on your mental and everybody on Cowboy Nation as well. Uh, here's the situation. I think that even Ezekiel Elliott got a clause in there. If anything happened to him, oh, yeah. that, that that they free to just let him cut him, believe it or not. So Ezekiel Elliott, he's not free like a bird. If uh, something happened to him, we can just let him go. If if he do something, you know, of those. Uh, Lee signed an injury type contract because yes, they were getting injured all the time. So he signed a, a injury type contract that if he kept getting hurt, they could take his signing bonus. That's what they put in there. <laughs> I mean, they covered themselves. I like these new type of contracts when you start reading the fine lines. Maybe Stephen Jones is up to something. All right. So what's your next one, Philly? Hey, facts, fellas. Facts, fellas. Hey, look, so my next question, of course, is, you know, I'm, I'm hearing all this hype about y'all's D-line. You know, of course, y'all picking up Everson, I'm, I guess. But I, I'm trying to figure out what? all this hype on the line, y'all's secondary is still Cheeks. I'm Jeez. trying to figure out. Well, secondary Cheeks. Cheeks, bro. fellas. A woozy Y'all got a woozy Who's back there, Jordan Lewis? And I know, look, because you put out the video, my guy. And it was fire. And I know you saw Deshaun Jackson on that comeback. Stop. He had Darius Slay, a pro bowler, looking ridiculous. So, oh, Just imagine oh, Jordan oh. Lewis or whatever corner y'all got out oh, there. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, Philly Notion, you, you, you just sat here and said your number one cornerback got burnt by a rookie, got ate up a couple times by a rookie. You worried about our secondary with three uh, with three 1,000-yard type wide receivers? Stop worrying about our, our secondary. Worry about your bum-ass secondary that got to deal with three of our top wide receivers and Jarwin. We ain't letting you come up in here and do that. No, sir. No, sir. Don't worry about our secondary. Don't worry about our secondary. Y'all secondary is cheeks. I digress. Now you catching Sky for real. 
tears Achilles over there. He tears Achilles. <laughs> I love there. it. I ain't got nothing to say about hey, our secondary. Listen, not when your secondary is garbage. Listen, fellas, I'm gonna take it off air. I'm gonna let y'all. I need, yeah, you better take it off air. You better run. Y'all know it's soft love, fellas. You I know. Y'all know this November first. We about to handle all that. So y'all know it. Out you dog, and you from damn near know. We're gonna smack the shit out of you, dog, and you're gonna pay me a ten dollar oh, after we beat your ass. <laughs> I know. Yeah, don't come up in here. Don't, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, listen. I'll let you I get your you questions off. I'll let you get a little shots and stuff like that. And of I course, we our secondary ass. ain't all that. I totally understand. But how you gonna come here talking about you saw yeah law you broke the video down of this of Deshaun Jackson a 32 33 34 year old wide receiver breaking down your number one uh, cornerback what the hell you think Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and Ceedee Lamb is going to do to that secondary mm. worry about your own damn thing and everybody think that he still runs a four two or four three I'm like what I'm talking about uh Jackson <laughs> he Listen, probably do you know why the fans is calling in tonight. They scared. Y'all scared. Mm, you know what? See, that's what it is. I figured it out. I, I was sitting there thinking, you got four Philly fans calling here today. They scared. You're right. And you they know what? Scared. You know what? I ain't scared of you, mother. We ain't. <laughs> we ain't. You know? You, you see, the, the first three Philly fans that called then had real questions and things. and th This one calling talk shit. You know, I can do the shit talking right back. Right mm. on back. Right on back. Love you, though, Philly Notion. <laughs> I love you. You can still donate at any time, Philly. Y'all check out his YouTube page. Philly, make your rounds. We love you. He make do. He do be. Hey, he keep up with the Eagle stuff on his page. So yeah, yeah, that's one I do be creeping in there on. Is Philly knows? That's, I popped in a few times. And said I, something. I love Philly. Philly mm. knows. Um, two oh five. What it is? What it do? Please don't be an Eagle fan. What's up, y'all? Hey. <laughs> this one damn sure ain't no Eagle fan. I know that for sure. <laughs> Man, man, what's going on, man? <laughs> what is it? Uncle Charles. Man, how my three, how my, how my, how my three kings doing tonight? Ah, oh, beautiful, hey, man. Better that you called. Better. Look here, man. Let me tell y'all something, man. I'm gonna send my cowboy brothers and sisters to bed tonight with a message, with a story, because I got to give it, cause I got to let you have it. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. Jason Garrett kept us drunk for nine years. Drunk. And when he had training camp, what did he have our boys coming out doing? Jumping jacks. Man, this ain't Boy Scouts of America. Let me tell you something, man. He remind me, man, he remind me of my uncle, Uncle Booty. Uncle Booty was a wine connoisseur. The lady said, wine connoisseur? I said, no, ma'am. He was a wine owner. He drank all the alcohol you can find. Wild Irish Rose, Thunderbird, that chicken, he drank it all. But one thing he, was, he did. He'd come down that track when we was little boys, and we'd be out there playing football, and we'd throw the football at him. And I'm finna tie this in. We'd throw the football at him, he never could catch it. And he'll scream at us, get out of my way, and go down to my door, my house, and my door, and say, Booty, get away from here. I said, get away from here. And for six months, we didn't see my uncle. We went down to the store one day, because back in the 70s, when your parents sent you to the store, they sent you to the store to get one thing. And that's all you went and got. Give me a roll of toilet paper. Now, Mama, you know that roll of toilet paper is a dollar and ten cents, and I ain't got but fifty cents. And there's five people in the house. You do the math. Let me tell you something, man. Let me explain something to you. I want to let everybody know. When I saw my uncle for six months, we didn't know where he was. All of a sudden, he said, hey, nephew. I said, hey, uncle, how you doing? Everybody looking for you. We, we couldn't find you. He said, I stopped drinking. 
He stopped drinking what they were serving. Just like we stopped drinking what Jason Garrett was serving. Mm. So I want to send this out to the Cowboy Nation. I want y'all to do this for me. Get your insurance. Get you some life insurance. Because later on, nine weeks later, Malcolm passed on. God rest his soul. But he looked mighty silly laying in that coffin, man, with some dark glass on and some regular cowboy boots on. And my daddy told my mama, did y'all get into insurance? My mama said I was getting some. So I want everybody to know, do what you got to do, man, and cheer our team on. We're going to hold on. We got hope, man. It's unfortunate that my man got hurt, but we got to move on. Let me tell you something, man. I want to tell my cowboy little boys and little girls, and I want to tell the cowboy parents, Man, I have a hard time watching TV with my son. Lord knows, please let football come back. And I saw the show, y'all, naked and afraid. And after the show was over, I was just afraid. I love y'all, man. That's my comment. And I love you, Law Nation. I love you, Big J. James. I love you, Skywalker. And Skywalkers and Renegades ain't coming back into town because they know you around. That's right. Love y'all, bro. Yes, too, sir. Man. Oh, Charles, yes, always get the drop. <laughs> always, man. Freaking fun. Yo. How does he? How does he come up with these stories? Like because where? He's Uncle freaking Charles, dog. Oh on, man, is there a greater you know, storyteller you, on YouTube? You, you, you know damn well, Scott, that you got one of them in your family, and you go yeah. to that cookout, you just sit down, you sit next to him, and you eat, mm. and you just chill for a great hour and just listen and say, just, "I had mm. a great time." You have to. Day. You have to listen. Oh, <laughs> you, you just you, sit there and listen. You don't say shit. Don't listen. say nothing. You listen you because. His story, at the end, it comes back and it pertains to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't give us his his signature. And in closing, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for in closing. Mm-hmm. But man, he's awesome, bro. Love Uncle Charles. He a real one. Um, a couple more. Uh, I know because I know probably about to get that text. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's nah. why I love my dog Scott. He knows the text is coming. Hey, Nine, hey, five, before, before you oh, get oh, into the call, before though, I get to the call, go ahead. People, I just want to tell people, man, for those who are contributing and oh, yes, donating, yes, yes, man, yes, 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 you yes. got a chance, man. You got a chance. And for those who joined the membership, your name is already yes. in there a double time. Double you know, time. extra. Yeah. Yeah. Double time for the for the uh seat back signed by the greats, the legends in, in Dallas and Hall of Fame, Bob Lilly, Mel Runfro, and Drew Pearson. You guys, anybody that's donated, we we're gonna tally this and all the members, we're gonna tally this. We're gonna put your names in the uh in the drawing and it will be drawn live on one of the episodes here on the late night hype. Um but man, how about the damn uh Cowboys Nation hotline? Powered by our guy, the Cowboys Network, a.k.a. Sosa, man. It, 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 they are on fire tonight. So if do us a favor. Drop them fire emojis because it's been popping in here tonight. And do me another favor. Go follow our guy, Sosa, across the social media outlets, um, you know, on Facebook, on you, or YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram, where he's at like 145K. Yeah, so really go follow that Instagram. Indeed, yeah. man. Indeed. Make sure y'all like check mark for real, for real. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't have the damn check. It's silly. Yeah. Silly. But the Cowboys Network, man. Make sure y'all follow him for all the news and updates. And I mean news and updates. <laughs> Every little thing that comes out, he got you covered. They update immediately. Well, we got a guy on the line that, you know, I, I give a shout out to because we're going to have some, um, some giveaways here in a little bit. And our guy, the Lunatic, man, he is contributing ah. to those giveaways. What up, Lunatic? Mi raza, my cowboys hermanos, buenas noches. Hey. How's everybody doing? Good, I, brother. Good. I love how you talk like that. 
Big game game, Skywalker, Law Nation. Hey, we're going to be all right. We're yeah. going to be all right. We were pumped with McCoy, but guess what? We trust about this staff. Player development. Not only that, player acquisition. We got Alden Smith through Tom, Tom Sula. His mm. connection through Tom Zulu. Who brought him in? Mike Nolan. Who brought in Mike Nolan? Mike McCarthy. Mm. We got Everson Griffin. Have we forgotten about Everson Griffin? Mister, I don't blink because I'm going to get wheelchair ah, wins. That's Mr. No Blink. That's right. How did we get him? George Edwards, former Minnesota defensive coordinator, through his connection through Nolan and Mike McCarthy. Mm. We're going to be all right. They're going to look at the young bucks. They're going to give T. Hill... Gallimore, they're going to say, hey, knock, knock, knock. This is opportunity. Unfortunately, my guy McCoy, my, my leader, went down. This is the NFL. Injuries happen, mm-hmm. pandemic or no pandemic. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to step up? Mm-hmm. Are you going to shine under those bright lights? And I know they will because they are going to have the coaching to do it. They are going to have the scheme to do it. Go back and listen to Chido's interview. He was being honest. I don't think he wanted to throw anybody on the bus. He was being honest. We are hiding our scheme. Players are asking us in practice. Yo, man, what, what you playing over there? I can't tell. Last year it was easy. <laughs> Pre-kinder could tell what the hell we were running. Yep. And we were surprised when they beat our defense. Listen to Cheeto's interview. So, again, we're going to be all right on our defensive line. We've got the defense. But who's going to lead the way? Our Three-headed offensive monster. See, dangerous lamb. It's a dangerous that lamb. I love it. Who was it? Billy. Was it, Billy Kraft? was it Billy Kraft that said, oh, Slay, hey, I'm sorry. He's not a twin. He's not a triplet. There's only one of him. You're going to take away one. Guess what? Them two, John Wynn, Pollard, and let me mention number 121. They're going to run it into the touchdown, into the end zone and get them. You take away one, that's fine. We'll just put in another one for you. Our offense is going to lead the way. We're going to be all right. Facts. But I want to know. I want to know. What are they saying? Kellen Moore, second year as offensive coordinator. He blasted off the first three games last year. He was doing motion. He was doing play action. And then I think Carrie got a hold of him. He <laughs> said, let's not, let's not lose the game. Yeah. Let's not lose the game. Not Let's win the goddamn game in the first quarter. That's what I want. What about his play calling? Under McCarthy, I can see him taking that second step. Becoming a Shanahan. Becoming an Andy Reid play caller. Becoming a Josh Daniels. Maybe even a McVay. And guess what the common thread is about all those? Those were the offensive play callers of the last two Super Bowls. That's what we're going to get. That's what we're shooting for. 2020 is still going to be number six. Let's go, Cowboys. I had to. I had to drop it. Brother, I've been waiting almost an hour on hold. I don't care. I'm on my way to work. I'm pumped. Let's go. Let's go. Cowboys Nation. Let's go. How about them, Cowboys? How about them, baby? Let's go. Appreciate you as always on the ticket. Oh, my goodness. See, Dangerous Lamb. Oh, yeah. He, it's so funny about lunatic, lunatic dropping to see danger, so dangerous, because he thought I said so dangerous lamb in my in my stream with Vach. I didn't say it. You know that's you, lunatic. So you you thought you heard it? That's you, man. You coined it. And we gonna run with it. So dangerous. Man, I need to make a lamb. shirt right now. Yeah, I was now. already. <laughs> we gotta send it to him. 
It's a to dangerous lamb. See, dangerous lamb. That's Lord. My. Hey, don't <laughs> post that on Twitter, uh, the lunatic. They're going to steal it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to rock with that. We're going to have to rock with that. Actually, ooh, that's so cold-blooded. Do you want to get one more up in here? One. <laughs> if it's an Eagle fan, we hang it up. Please, hang it up no. if it's an Eagles guy. Please, Lord, no. 202. Lions fan up in here? <laughs> 202, Yo, tell me you're not an Eagles on? man. No, Lord, this is DMV George from the chat. What's going on? What's, What's going up? on? Closing out the hey, house. Um, Let's go. I came more to say um, I'm not too worried about our defensive line. When you put Tyrone Crawford in in replacement, you're probably losing like maybe maybe like three or four tackle for losses on the year. So, I mean, and then when you when you put in the rookies, it's, a, it's an endless potential there. So you actually don't know what you're going to get. You're, you know, you just know you're going to have a good rotation, and it's going to be a it's going to be a balance at that um, at that position right there. So I think I'm way more concerned with the offensive line, in my opinion, Cons- because what? I think. Why concerned about the offensive line? Yeah, go ahead. So you, so how everybody's saying we we have all this talent on offense, right? Yeah. We have CD Lamb, we have Michael Gallup, we have we have um Michael. I mean, we have Amari Cooper, uh, Tony Pollard, Zeke, Dak, Blake Jarrett. Everybody, we had the same talent last year, except we didn't have CD Lamb, right? Uh, well, we didn't last have CD. We didn't have CD Lamb, and we didn't have Jarwin get majority of the snaps. But yes. Yeah, but uh, so we have a, a Jason Wood. We still have Jason Wood in that because that didn't. He never put like he never threw the game away for us. You know, he always played his role, and they, uh, that was consistent. So I think even though we have Blake Jarwin there, it's not going to make. I mean, he's going to make a big difference splitting the middle of the um, splitting the middle of the defense and splitting cover two defenses. But um, I think our offensive line is. Um, I think. We're gonna struggle. The only way we could pop, we could struggle is if our offensive line doesn't play good. It's like I think, and I think that's a strong possibility that like that might happen because if you're hearing like the reports from training camp is that the, the the defensive line is winning. So you think it's a high chance? There's a likelihood that the offensive line struggles. The I, I I'm pretty sure the offensive line is winning. like because I I like well, Tyron Smith right. Yeah, I like Tyron Smith, and behind him, who do we really have? Well, that's depth. You know, you're you're talking about the depth, and I agree. I, I'm not I'm not a fan of of, of Irving, um, being the swing tackle. Yeah. But what about the starting offensive line? Are you are you concerned about you the know, injuries are going to happen? I I guarantee you, I will I will bet any amount injuries will happen to some to probably Tyron, Collins, or him on on this on this offensive line, and we're gonna we're gonna struggle immensely. I guarantee it. Because I, I well, think, well, let, me, let me add something to you when you get finished with that on the yeah. offensive line. Go ahead, though. So I like we we could say we have all this talent, but we had we had talent last year. We were the, probably the top five most talented teams with an eight and eight record, and I feel like we were losing. And you know why? Zeke, coaching. This is what can help you coaching. when you have. This is what can help you if you don't have the this an amazing 2014 2016 offensive line. Hey. Our left tackle's out. We might want a game plan for that. We might want to get quicker screens. We're playing a blitzing team. We might want to get the ball out of our hands. We might want to run the yeah, opposite side. Like having a coach that has common sense to adjust will help with that, whatever, wherever there's a deficiency at. 
Right. And I'm not saying it's a guarantee that it's going to make a difference. Like, like if Lyle, if Lyle Collins and, and, and uh, Tyron both go down again. Right. Of course, it's going to be different. But we put up 30 something points last time. Ty, one of the times Tyron and uh, Collins went down and that was without I, any adjustments. You know what I'm saying? You talking about the Green Bay game? Yes. That was a shootout. I mean, I mean it, wasn't, it wasn't even a shootout. They were kind of like resting stars. No, down no, they weren't. Think, they weren't. They weren't. That's a false. I don't think it. I don't think. I'm. I'm a Cowboys fan. I. I think. I think. I'm not saying like that. We didn't earn those points, but at some extent, we put up 30 points. But off, that was off of some bailouts, like when Dak just threw it up in the air and it became a highlight for Michael Gallup, and he got like it was almost a pass interference, but he somehow caught it like that. At some point. Those type of plays were were luck, but I, I mean, at the same time, like I think the team, like this is going to separate us from like being a good football team and being a great football team is going to be the offensive line execution. Because like if you see teams like the Chiefs, right, the Chiefs, the the Rams, the these teams, so, uh, they great, don't have so, a great so, offensive yeah, line. Yeah, perfect. Name me, name me, name me, name me a Pro yeah. Bowler outside of Schwartz on the offensive line for the Chiefs. Right. That's right, what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying. Look, look. I'm saying. Our, with our offensive scheme, like we have Dak, we have a Dak take uh, out shotgun. We have him take two, one or two steps. He's a statue right there. I think if we have offensive linemen go down, he's going to get lit up over and over again. Either even if we get the ball out quick, we, you know. Well, like, you know let me ask you this that, though. That's, let that's me ask you this though. So you got Joe, who who is a uh, is a fantastic <laughs> offensive line coach. Uh, but I got to say this with the offensive line talk. What what makes an offensive line? A, a bad offensive line in, in, in most of the cases, uh, a caller. Execution, probably. Execution. It, it communication with, communication with is one of them too, right? Yeah, communicate. And, uh, again, we have Joe Looney. I don't know if he's going to be making the calls this time or it's going to be Zach Martin, but I feel like if we're going to take that next step, it's going to have to be Joe Looney making those calls. What, what if I told you that this year is a unique year that communication would not be a problem? There's no crowd noise. Nine times out of ten, when an offensive line go on the road, you see a lot of flaws. You see a lot of false starts. You see a lot of plays that the uh, the, the protection, the line is not being able to be in, uh, protected right. The mic is not point out, pointed out right. The shift of the lineman is not right. This year, there would not be participations from the crowd, so the crowd noise would not be there. I think the communication would still be established, and I think that the, the rapport that Joe Looney got with uh, Dak Prescott is still prevalent. So all of these things, whereas uh, a bad offensive line would normally have problems at, at on the road, will not exist for 2020 because no. there's no crowd noise. And I think that the communication line will still be on point. And the way Coach Joe coaches, this offensive line will be okay for what we got. You, you know, I I, 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 I get yeah. your I get your concern, right? Because we don't have depth at tackle, really. I totally understand that, but do you realize we went to the playoffs and went ten and six with Tyron Smith missing three games, Xavier Silafilo playing like four games, Connor Williams an undersized rookie, Joe Looney at center. You do realize they went to the to the playoffs with Jason Garrett as the coach. I mean, I think, Mike wait, McCarthy, wait, Joe Philbin's here, and we've got, in my opinion. I think I like I like the uh, I like the uh, cat from the center backup we got now. Are, are we lessened because we don't have Frederick for sure? Absolutely, absolutely. I don't but, think we are. I don't necessarily think we are though because like Joe Looney is a is a, a veteran that 
on any other team, he would he would probably be a starter or so he just have to be behind uh, a, a Hall of Fame tra- Travis Frederick. That's in my opinion. He's not a bad. He's not a bad center in my opinion at all. No, he's. I'm not saying he's bad, but 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 I mean he's not as good as Travis. Even he Travis, might, he might be as good as Travis last oh, year because no, he's Travis not. last year was not regular Travis. He still was Who better than Joe Looney, fam. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what, what are we up. doing here? What are we doing? So, so I'm not saying he wasn't. I wasn't saying he was I'm not saying he's better. He's no, he's not better. But I'm saying Travis last Travis last year. I can I can see how Travis last year kind of held held us back a little bit, even though we had that what? communication. That, what are you saying? He wasn't the same last year. Travis, he, Travis Frederick wasn't the same Gotta choose your words, year. man. You said Travis Frederick held us back? Not held us back, but, like, it wasn't the, it wasn't the same. Right. He, he, and, was, he, was, yeah, he may not have been the same, same, but he, he was not yeah. back. He wasn't all pro Travis, but he was better than Joe Looney. Yeah. He's still better than Joe. Yeah. yeah. Here, I don't know because, you know, like, how uh, he said, the reason why he retired is because he said we're he, on a, his, bo- his body was hurting way more than way more than it used to from the, from his um you know there's you know his condition but let me ask, never but you know there's film was, right yeah yeah he's go ahead but uh, he never mentioned that his body was hurting he just said he didn't play up to the level that he expected himself to play at and then when you trickle uh all of the stuff that's going on now i don't blame him especially due to this uh virus that's going around uh i, I just I just look at it like this. Yes, he made it to the Pro Bowl or what have you, and, of course, his numbers wasn't there like he felt like they were supposed to be. But Travis Frederick is still nobody to sneeze at. Travis Frederick is better better than Joe Looney in 2018, period. We were sacked 50-something times in 2018. We were sacked like 28 times last year. Joe Looney got his ass whooped in the playoffs. I ain't never seen Travis Frederick get owned like that since his rookie year against Don Terry Poe. Getting tossed like a um, But I don't want. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to get too far from your original statement, which is, you believe this. It's likely that this offensive line will struggle because I agree with you on this one in the sense of, if anything's going to hold us back on this on this offense, it's it, be offensive it'll. Line. It will be if the offensive line underperforms. You're under the assumption it will. I I think I think it will. Mm. Either that's, I, I that's concerning. Probably for sure at some at some point in the year we're not going to have. I don't think with our offensive line now we're not going to have a dominant run game. I, I don't think we're going to have that anymore. Ah man, I I, you know, I, right. I just think the communication is going to be better. Though, so we're not going to have a dominant run game any I, longer. You know I I, 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 I know I think we we'll run first we're because we have we have a top five running back and a top three running back in Ezekiel Elliott. But I think we're going to. I don't think we're not going to dominate. We're not going to dominate like we were dominating in 2016. Even 2015, when Romo was out, how we how our offensive line dominated. <laughs> the offensive line was okay on 2015. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the, I yo your points. You're almost there. Like I I feel you, but I think we're just missing that. I think as Cowboy fans, we're a little bit spoiled. You brought up 2014. We bring up 2016. We're used to having all these all pros. We used to have these big names, right? We're used to Great Wall of Dallas offensive line. Name me all the pro bowlers on the Ravens offensive line. Don't worry, I'll wait. Name me all the pro bowlers on the Chiefs offensive line. They got four or five of them just riddled over there. Don't worry, I'll wait. Name me all the offensive pro bowlers on San Fran's line. Don't worry. I'll wait. Look, look, the, the, the you know what the difference is? You know what the difference is? Coach. What is it? Ching. 
Coach, yeah, I, I do. I agree with you like, on that because, like, with the Chiefs, I Pat, they don't have a good they don't have a good run blocking offensive line, but they have an excellent pass blocking offensive line because how far Patrick Mahomes drops back and all the the whole defense stays in front of him. Why does I Patrick like, Mahomes drop back that far? Because he has the arm talent and his coaching. Boom. <laughs> I mean, but that's what I'm trying to tell you, man, is that I agree with you with the coaching. C- coaching coaching can match coaching yeah. can mask these things. And we've saw that our previous regime did not. I'm not saying this one will one hundred percent. I'm saying I I believe in my head coach more than I believe in the other one. I have to I have to see I have to see him not do it before I see him do it. That's that sounds funny, right? But I believe that he will adjust more than our previous one did. Our previous coach did not care who was out there. We literally did the same exact things. That is a recipe for disaster. Go back and watch the Jets game. That got killed because we did not adjust to a blitzing team. Do you think Mike McCarthy is going to go out there and continue to run five and seven step dropbacks against Greg Williams with his two left tackle, right tackle, and left tackle out? I can't see that happening, man. I, can't I, see I think I think we'll be better at adjusting, but I still at some point like we're using the same playbook basically with different terminology. But well, not the, the exact same playbook, but this all it's only so many, like so many different ways you can differentiate concept plays, like you know. So I think at some point, um, man, I I, I think I, yeah, yeah, I, I, at some I, point, scheme, I scheming I, plays so much. That, man. Yeah, man, scheme matters. You can't just say there's like like the Forty Niners offensive that. line, right? You know, you would you would you switch the Forty Niners last year offensive line with the Dallas Cowboys last last year offensive line? But I switched the offensive yeah. court. I switched the coach. You switched that coach. It's just schemes, man. Um, that's just what it goes and boils down to. And nobody crying about the uh, center for the uh, 49ers right now, uh, whoever I, he I is. I feel so. like we're going to run a similar scheme, yep. though. That's the thing. I feel like we're going to run no, a similar scheme, but with, 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 but like with different play with different play calling tendencies. Instead of running on first down every time, we're, we're going to maybe like RPO. But there you go, my guy. You you just brought up a coaching tactic right there. Without running on yeah. first down, do you know how hard it is for your offensive line and your running back and your quarterback when they know what's coming? I agree with you. It's coaching by the same. I mean, I'm not saying it's all coaching, coaching, but coaching can help. I know. I'm saying we have coaching can help, but at the same time, we have we we don't exactly have the talent you know, like we, we used have, to. We have pro we have pro bowlers, but I, I think we have pro bowlers. We have good. We have good Pro Bowl offensive linemen, but I think at the at the same time, like I think we're not going to execute as well as we normally we we used to. At hey, least that, you know that that as fair point to be concerned. I'm I'm not disagreeing with that one. Great call, man. You you drove the conversation here, brother. Yeah. All right, thank you. Appreciate have a good night. you. You too, good man. Call, good 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 call. Good call. I, I'm actually you know I like calls like that. Um, even if I don't agree, you know what I'm saying um. I, it, My dog Sean said he's arguing with himself, though. <laughs> I was going to say he's kind of contra- was kind of contradicting himself just a little. Oh, I don't messed up, just a little bit. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, I I get his original point, and Jay said it too. He was making a point, mm-hmm. and then he kind of derailed it a little bit. It is fair to have concerns with the offensive line because Travis retired. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Our, our you know Cam Irving is our swing tackle. That's concerning. We don't know about the rookie, Biotish. Um, and do we have that guard, interior guard depth as much as we did? I don't know. You know, 
I'm not concerned about the starters. I think they can be fine, but I am concerned about the depth until we see it. That is all. Hey, you know what you need to be concerned about? The O one, <laughs> the O one aspect of them Lakers took baby. <laughs> I, you know, I never understand how a fan of a of a team that just lost. You sound like an Eagle fan. Okay, there you go. That's what it sounds like. Eagle fans be more happy to see us lose yeah. than they nah. win. Nah, right. I don't even be worried about Maverick fans is more happy that the Lakers lose. lose because they hey. shitty ass franchise can never hey. win. <laughs> well, we're gonna go back to the past. Let's talk about now. Y'all owe What one. about now? Y'all owe one too. Like, what kind of shit right. is that? But y'all first, but we Same the seventeen. Y'all don't even make seat. any so what? You're both owing one. You're, we're both owing you one. Congratulations. Lose. You better not lose this first round. Or what? You're gonna talk shit? Ooh. I damn sure. <laughs> okay. I I'll, I'll, I'll survive. Some bums. I will survive, buddy. Be fine. Okay. Well, I'll still be in your ass because y'all some bums. Ooh. <laughs> cool story, bro, as they say. It is, yeah, it's a great story. Anyways, man. Um, thank you guys for being in the chat before it was just, just derailed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> y'all. On one. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, you're just right. rubbing it in, huh, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 we, didn't, we didn't talk about the, the maths. Who cares about the maths? That's the thing. Like, no one cares about the maths. That's why people talk about the Cowboys and the Lakers. Everyone cares about us. Yeah, that's why everybody Lakers fans because they're bandwagon. No, there's no bandwagons yeah. here. Yeah, there's no band. There's, you know, you don't Lakers know fans. me that's back when I liked the Lakers fan. Nothing about the Lakers. Yes, man. Uh, all right, we're not gonna go here. You need time to go to bed. It's past the old man's bedtime. Time to go. Time to go. <laughs> okay. All time one. To go. All one. Somebody said we wouldn't be talking about if LeBron. Shit, LeBron wasn't there. Y'all was talking about the Lakers. If LeBron wasn't there, they wouldn't even be a number one seed. What? Well, no shit. <laughs> Man, I ain't made the playoffs. Probably not. They ain't make the playoffs till Brian got back there. <laughs> anyway, man, you know, our salutations here, Law and James. <laughs> it feels good being uh, silver and blue right now, man. I really appreciate everybody. <laughs> it feels good being silver. Yeah, 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 silver and blue. But, uh, hey. Oh, yeah, you is silver and blue. <laughs> Jay, you better represent. You better represent, represent my Law Nation. My bad. I'm bad. My bad. No, you make us all about my Lakers. No, you talking about my Law. You talking about my Lakers over there? Oh, I'm man, Law Nation, man. man. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Cool, man. My bad. Shoot, you KFT like Kyle Cooley? KFT still play the music. Right. Y'all, y'all hit that subscribe button. Share this thing. Indeed. Hey. Uh, for those who donated, don't forget, man, uh, we're going to have the drawing soon, so uh, just look out for that. I think, Scott, we're going to do like a reveal yeah, with a wheel, right? Yeah, it's a wheel. Everybody's names will be on it. Um, mm -hmm. It will spin it, and y'all will see, so y'all don't be thinking like, oh, they just picked the name. Nah, man, we ain't picking no mm -hmm. name. Um, it, it's going to spin, and, and y'all see it. Yeah, yeah, we ain't trying to hear all that. <laughs> <laughs> so so if you are in the supporter tab on my Facebook, you'll be oh, entered wow. in. And if you are a member uh, w with any of our pages, you get a double entry, basically, uh, an extra entry plus the donation that you made so that you guys can get this wonderful merch or wonderful, uh, what is it, memorabilia, right, from Bob Lilly, Mel Renfro, Drew Pearson. Drew, the Pierce. new Hall of Famer coming up, man. We gotta get Drew. Hey, you got Drew, man. Call Drew, man. 
Man, we gotta call on the show. Let's get the legends part of the podcast popping. We can get you on the show. We can get you on the show. Ah, y'all know one thing. If I don't press this button, (laughs) we ain't going nowhere. Let me just press the damn button. Tim T said, press the button, Sky. It's press, man. Shout out to you, Sin City. Sin City going through with his dough. You know how Sin City do at the end. Appreciate you guys, man. Check us out throughout the week. We're going to keep you updated on this uh, camp updates. And keep rocking. Late night hype. Peace.